You were sporting a thick beard there. Well, who have I got to groom for? Nobody. Exactly. Absolutely no one. So yeah. why do it? I, I, I agree. I agree. I, uh, the hair's getting a little long for me now where I actually got to start putting different product in it. Otherwise, it gets all frizzy and 80s feather hair. Can, have they opened up? Um, I mean, you know, riots and people stealing stuff from Target providing. Have they opened up haircuts in Minnesota yet? Probably not. I haven't paid attention to the news. I was in Moab and Utah where everything is open. Uh, and I, I have someone that gives me a haircut for free. So uh, it's, uh, I don't care what's happening in Minnesota, <laughs> let alone Minneapolis or St. Paul. I really don't care because I don't go there. There's no reason to go there. Now there's really no reason to go there. And uh, I don't know. It's, I can't care any less. I care there was injustice, yes, but I, I actually just can't care about Minnesota at all. So. Well, all I can really tell you is that I'm really glad it's happening there and not here. They'd be burning down the damn city here. So, I well, haven't they didn't have a record number of murders in on Memorial Day in Chicago. Yeah, but when it comes to like cops doing it, like they this city, particularly on the south side, uh, no. they are fed up with that already. They, so they don't tolerate any kind of infractions mm-hmm. with cops. Okay, no. well, no, yeah. nor should you. I mean, you shouldn't. It, it's not like. I don't see why you burn a city down. Uh, you, our our mutual friend has some interesting perspective. On I'm that. sure he has some interesting perspectives, but I, and that's why I'm I'm not laying judgment as of yet. I I don't yeah. care. I but um, I, that's why you have a justice system, and all this pr- uh, rioting and protesting is pointless. Wait till the jury makes a decision then then you can uh, but now it's like yeah bad shit happens but i i'm not here to talk about this shit we got work to do uh yeah because uh it's uh, asshole consulting is i wouldn't say booming but it's definitely 50 percent more traffic than normal and what uh, what do you suppose for anything i don't know i I have no idea i wrote some pretty good posts recently (laughs) In Vegas, and so those without me even plugging them, one's already up to like twenty five hundred views or reads, which is cool. good. Yeah, but um, yeah, we gotta we gotta get the work done because I want to go to bed, and I figured you how are you holding out? You and Atham seem a little little down. That's another reason I want to like get you guys on, but you need to, you needed some kind of social interaction. I was imagining. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. I actually uh, was down there hanging out with the neighbors, keeping each other sane, and you know. Being the one guy with two ladies. That's oh, it's horrible. It's just <laughs> horrible. And they are good looking too, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Well, don't do anything about it. Just sit there, Chad. Just be real safe, man. That's... Don't shit where you eat. No. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. All right. One of them's actually engaged. But anyway. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> we got an interesting one. Help after a breaking, uh, after a breakup from. Hey, Cappy, fan of the show, helped me a lot about a year back. Need your advice on how to proceed with rebuilding my life after a breakup. My girlfriend of five years and I decided the relationship was going nowhere and we were splitting up. In short, I got fat and complacent. I was getting less interested in her. Well, I'm sure she was interested in him when he got fat and complacent. Uh, Well, no, you know how sometimes you ask for pictures of people did he send you on or no no i believe him i i mean and he's being honest i mean we're gonna bust his balls anyway but at least he's honest he got fat and complacent well 
you know, if, right. if we if we are going to demand women stay in f- physical shape and require the beauty standards of women, uh, you have to uh, deliver the same to them. You have to work out. You have to stay in shape. Um, <clears throat> it's not, you know, and I don't. Why? Why would you do that? Why? Why would you get fat? Why would you get complacent? Laziness. Um... And I guess laziness beats love in this one again, right? Like you, you don't yeah. love your girlfriend enough to stay in shape. Okay. I you know. Uh, <clears throat> unsure about proposing to her and was stressing about my job and focus more on video games and making music than her. <laughs> I mean, does he really need help here? But go ahead. <laughs> no, no, he, it, it's over. He wants to, I, but I, I'm just trying to point out to him, but more importantly, other people like, look, you have an obligation. We are very highly critical of women on this channel. Um, but that is because there is an overinflated investment. Uh, women are uh, an overvalued market where their their praises cannot be sung enough, and it's heavily skewed. Uh, and that has led the focus of criticism to say, hey, that's wrong. Uh, women are not perfect like that poster uh, at that school was. Um, <clears throat> you're not better than men. You're not queen bee. Uh, men and women are equal. And, uh, and so we that's where the focus goes, but that doesn't mean men don't have an obligation or responsibility either. And if you're playing video games instead of spending time with a loved one or making what I presume to be shitty music that ain't making you money either. (laughs) Uh, yeah. And then you get fat. Well, boy, you sound like a, a, yeah, of course she's going to get disinterested. Of course. There's no, would you agree? There's, absolutely positively no excuse to be fat either gender unless it's a a real medical condition where you can't do it there is no no there is no excuse none um i could see where you are depressed like you get a loved one is gone or something Mm -hmm. bad happens and your your body shuts down but man i think we've all been there not that we've lost a loved one but like a a genuine depression uh too bad the worst days of my life, I ended up going and running 11 miles a day just to stave that off. You have to fight that. But I, I can understand pegging out eating a thing of ice cream. But after two or three days of that, it's like, get off your ass and get moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, there's exceptions. But in general, no. There shouldn't be anywhere near the fat people I see every day on a daily basis. Agreed. Uh, we are still civil and are going to wait till the end of our lease. Then we go our separate ways as friends. I need to start clean goals. I've acquired a lot of crap, cool and useless, and would like to take this opportunity to get my ass in shape, become more of an essentialist. I don't think I want to be a minimalist unless the, that entails getting an RV and having all your stuff fit in your car that way <clears throat> and work on music and other projects. I play in several metal bands, amateur recording and mixing, and work hard to make it in music in the YouTube scene, but I'm also not going to abandon making money and sleeping in a decent bed. I treat it more like a startup that I enjoy and feed. Okay, so he's he's taking a, a healthy approach to the to the music. I don't think it was worth losing a relationship over, but mm. uh, unless you're making money, but know that it may not take off. About me, uh, he's upper mid twenties, okay, not quite thirty yet. Have no okay. degrees, but went to boot camp. About nine years working in IT as um, a programming related job in the Silicon Valley area. He code a primitive level. He makes above six figs. Uh, and I have a new car payment because of course, because of course. 
At least he has uh, a car. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, 9000 in credit card debt <clears throat> and twenty five k saved up after selling some company stock. Have another eleven and 13000 stocks available just waiting for a favorable moment to sell. Um, I would pay your credit card. Well, hang on. If you're in Silicon Valley, 25 grand ain't going to go that far. No. Um, no, that's not. That's because I'll say, well, just pay that off. Well, that would leave you a 15 grand. That's what, three months rent? Yeah, yeah. probably out yeah. there. Okay. So he'd, he needs to, I'd, I'd find out what your credit card rate is. And if it's high, I'd be working to pay that off. Problem. Having said oh. that, I hate my job. The corporate environment is sl- slowly draining my soul. And frankly, I'm not great as which causes great anxiety and hang on, let me read the, the problem. Having said that, I hate my job. The corporate environment is slowly draining my soul. And frankly, I'm not great at it, which causes great anxiety and anger in me. I don't know how to do anything else, let alone anything that makes California money and lifestyle inflation is real where I used to spend about as much as I made. Well, step. What is the key? I've kept this secret for very, very long, but what is the key in bachelor pad economics about uh, saving money. What is the trick, the secret that nobody tells people about? Just budgeting. I mean, is that such a mystery or spend less than you make? Yeah. I, I don't know <laughs> if anyone got that secret. Um, it's, it's how I've succeeded in life. And I like to share that secret with a lot of people because it's a little too advanced for most people's minds, but you should spend less than you make. And uh, maybe you should try it, see if it works for you. I've had people lately, uh, just quick thing to interrupt lately. And I never got this before. I've had people contacting me for consulting sessions all about budgeting. Like it's not tax advice. It's not, you know, planning. They're just like, can you show me how to budget? I'm like, okay. How fucking um, stupid do you have to be to not go online? I'm not criticizing them. I mean, charge them. Absolutely. Yeah. I think what they're really asking is how do they philosophically commit to that? Because I think everyone knows how to budget. You get your income, you take your expenses. Shit, you can go online and get a template from uh, Microsoft or any finance website. But I think what they're going to ask you is more, how do I stick to it? Well, I right. Like I challenged uh, a couple of them. I'm like, you know, you could probably do this without me. And they're like, yeah, but if we don't have someone who tells us to do it, we won't be accountable for it. And I'm like, I mean, I'm not going to babysit you on this. I'll show you how to do it, but you know, it ends there. Well, that's where uh, the life improvement plan for asshole consulting comes in where it's like, if they, if you want to have them contact me and you, they bet against each other, they bet against themselves where it's like, okay, you give me $2,000. And if you spend more than you make, you don't get the two, you don't get your money back. But if you do spend less than you make based on some, parameters i'll give you half your money back and now for a thousand dollars which is actually pretty cheap you are now saving money so if you want to have them contact me or run that past them have, do do a betting say i'm not no i'd have to hand. send no. them to you i could lose my license for that oh uh, okay never send mind. them your way <laughs> <clears throat> send them my way we'll take care of it um advice shake Keep trying to get better at my work. I get that it's a job and it makes money, but trying to learn and keep up with the demands of the industry is like nails on a chalkboard. I've done the boot camp. I did my self-study. I did internships. I worked shit jobs with 1.5-hour commutes. How much longer should I slog it out? How much longer should he slog it out, Chad? I mean, shit, if you're that unhappy, I don't know. I, I have to defer to you on this one. I think there's too many variables. Until you are dead. Until you're dead? 
Right now, well, you could go on welfare and Trump bucks, and uh, he could go. Oh, I got the ahead to ahead to his government give me a disability check. He could go that route. <laughs> all jobs suck; they all suck. Um, if he mentioned something like people were sadistic, like that, that I, I'm like, okay, you could quit over that. But yeah, man, you're in programming, and you have to keep up because it's always evolving. You have to keep your skills up. You have to keep your certifications up. There is no job that does not suck. And until he, until he has another skill, he's stuck programming because it pays the bills. It pays very well. Um, nails on a chart. I've done boot camp. How much? Well, you could slog it out until you got a new job. I'd recommend losing the weight, join the military because I always recommend that. So there, let's get that out of the way. He says, also, I don't want to become a full-on programmer as I think the pressure will increase even more with along with the paycheck. I thought about going into project management, but it feels very dubro to me. Well, I mean, if you get paid for it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? I mean, because, okay, let's be honest. Project management is not a skill. It's no. common sense. There's software out there. You, okay, what's a Gantt chart? And and it's not it's not difficult. Um you know, what's, so, what's that hmm. certification that's like PMP or PMI. Is that Project. is that at all respected? Like why do people it, it is respected? Uh, I dated a girl one time who got that certification and I was looking through it and it is the most mind-numbing common sense bullshit spread out over hundreds of pages. So when know. somebody's on Instagram or Facebook like, "Hey, I got my PMI. I never know if this is impressive or not." But um it, it means they've gone through mind-numbing minutia. Uh, if it was challenging to them, they're not that bright. Hmm. Um, if, if, yeah, I, let me rephrase that. If they couldn't understand the material, they're not that bright. If it was painful and challenging because it was boring as shit and they took a simple concept and made 20 flow charts out of it and their brain just couldn't operate that slow, that would be challenging. Uh, but I'm not I'm not impressed with people, you know, PMI certification, not particularly. Hmm. I mean, it's... You, 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 they had project managers before the PMI Institute, you know, you don't, I'm just saying for the client, yeah, he could, he could change horses and go into project management, but you're going to have to work at it. And, you know, but the, the wrong, he's, he's not thinking he doesn't have a choice. That's, that's the point I'm making until you got another job lined up or you get a certification or you start making your way into a different role, you are stuck programming. So stop wasting energy hating it and just do it and try and turn out. I'm going to do hang on. Let's pull it here from this. This is <laughs> I want to read this again because I write this shit down, but nobody buys this book. This this section or this part I'm going to read you is brilliant. Um, chapter 17, <clears throat> 253. By the way, this is available in audio book now. The subtopic, I'm going to read this again, $65,000 a year to file and scan documents. To be perfectly honest, I did not understand the true nature of a career until I was well into my 30s. Still idealistic, I thought my career should challenge my intellect while also perpetually sharpening my skills to make me the most valuable employee possible. 
I also became incredibly proficient at using whatever technology was available to streamline my job. So proficient, in fact, I could do the work of four people about half the time. This was great because I was able to land the role of a senior analyst, though the title was a bit of a misnomer because there were no analysts beneath me. But I was the sole analyst for an entire company as I could easily handle all the credit applications, underwriting them thoroughly, but also record time. There was just one tiny problem. I was still too efficient. And so every day around noon, I would run out of work and then twiddle my thumbs for the remaining four hours a day. My dental health improved markedly as I would brush my teeth two to three times a day. My cardiovascular health also improved as I would walk around campus to get some exercise. <clears throat> and I was very much on top of my finances, often paying bills early just to have something to do. Just sitting and killing four hours a day, waiting for applications to come in. And inevitably, I couldn't handle acting like I was working for hours every day and asked my boss if he had any other work. And sure enough, he did. He had a ton of filing, faxing, and scanning that needed to be done and nobody to do it. Out of sheer boredom, I accepted the offer. But over the next month of doing what was nothing more than clerical work, I realized something. Whether I was programming a model, doing some complex cash flow analysis, brushing my teeth, or filing my papers, it didn't matter. I was never going to get those eight hours per day of my life back, and I was still going to get paid 65000 a year. This epiphany was important because I finally and truly, this is very important now, here we go. I finally and truly identified a career for what it was. It was not to get promoted with some new fancy title. It was not to learn new skills while honing my current ones. It wasn't to hobnob at networking events to make the right connections. It was prostitution. It was just me whoring precious little bits of my finite life in exchange for some money. And whether that was scanning documents or crunching statistics or flossing my teeth, I was still giving up the exact same hour of my finite life in exchange for that exact same $32 and 50 cents every hour every time every day and once you realize that is what a job is you'll find out it doesn't matter you, you're handsomely compensated mm. and if it's hard i guess you go practice a little bit more to make it easier um or he switches but good luck with that because you, you're gonna he's gonna have to give up his music to retool I'm actually a little concerned. He didn't say it in the letter, but if he was thinking of going the MBA route, because that's like such a big thing in Silicon Valley, you should try to talk him out of that as much as you can. I don't think I don't think he mentioned that. Um, he doesn't have the time for that. I don't think not with uh, not with uh, a one and a half hour commute. Well, no, my uh, thought was he might, um, you know, just drop out and think taking two years off to get his MBA will solve all problems, and it doesn't. No, it doesn't. No. I, yeah. I, I'd ha here's here's what he's got to do, and I can't do it for him. You have to go and sit and figure out what you would like to do next. And I strongly recommend you spend some serious time on this, even shadowing people, and perhaps in the same company. Maybe you could change your jobs within the company so that you don't make this mistake again. All right? You should have had an idea in boot camp that you didn't like programming. <laughs> and not well now it's too now you're committed to that so don't say oh i think i'd be into computer networking or i'd be into website design well go design a website first before you do this and then then when you find a new like you want to jump to another lily pad well you don't know where the lily pad is or what the next lily pad is going to be wait until you find a lily pad you want to jump on and then you're gonna have to spend at least a year at least a year retooling reskilling um to, to get that job. And, and the best outcome is he does it within the company. So he's never unemployed, but it's, it's hard to change horses. It's going to take some time. Um, what's the end goal here? What job can you get if you get out of tech? Well, whatever you go and specialize in, I mean, yeah. you can do anything, but with your skill set, nothing, you're a programmer. 
you know, you could you could go into project management. There, there, I mean, you could be a supervisor. I mean, after if you've been there for a long time, you probably put you up, you know, put you in charge of, of five uh, rookies or, or entry level type folk. <clears throat> uh, talk to the HR department. Uh, no, talk to your hiring manager. See if there's other jobs that are in demand within your company. But you're going to have to get certified in skill. I don't mean you got to get a degree, but you, you've got to have a background. And maybe that takes classes. Maybe you go and here's, a, here's something funny. You want to hear something naive and idealistic, Chad? This is going to be the funniest thing you've heard. This is the, I'm glad everyone's sitting down. You ready? Mm-hmm. Maybe the company has a training program. <laughs> what do you think? This is the year 1999, 2000? They didn't have them back then. They didn't, they didn't have, have them, them then either. No, they didn't have them back then either. It was hit the ground running, steep learning curve. I don't have time to hold your hand. How do I open Excel? I don't do Excel. It's like, <laughs> I can't wait till you have no money, Boomer. Too damn long. Girlfriend leaving, fresh start. Got lazy working on fixing it. Got a good job in money. Hate the industry. Maybe can't cut it. Don't keep investing in something. Here's what I would do. I would keep working your job and spend time researching a new one as a potential, as a plan B. In the meantime, cut your fucking expenses. You don't need a new car. Save up your FU money. You don't like Silicon Valley? No shit, really. Nobody likes New York. Nobody likes Silicon Valley. Nobody, Nobody likes it. That's I thought you were going to cut your commute. That's what I thought you were going to say. No, because then then rent goes dramatically up. Um, yeah, it does. And, you know, gig on the side programming, not your music gigs. And then uh, you save up your money, and then you buy a piece of property in Arkansas or wherever, <laughs> for, or Vegas, and you buy it for a song, and you never have to work in California again. But I don't know. Even with California's expensive, how do you blow through 129 grand? I mean, I'm sure after taxes, it's like, you know, 80 or 90 or whatever, but it's a good question. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Let me do this real quick before we get to Miguel. I got to get the timestamp. So bear with me. It's a little bit of uh, <clears throat> management. 20 minutes in. Yeah, I know it's 20 minutes in, but I had to tell him when we started. So bear with me as I, I'll mute this so you don't have to hear me typing. That means I can sing. No, don't worry. I won't do that. Quick questions while he's on mute. Anyone? Anyone? Ask Claire if he graduated college. Yeah. (laughs) You can ask him yourself. Did you graduate? Did you graduate college, Clary? No. (laughs) Carlson School. Oops, thought I put that off. Bueller, Bueller, Bueller. People can wait. Just hang on. <laughs> this is not. I'm not. I don't care. I'm fine with dead air. I go to the bathroom all the time. Alex Plow, you're gonna do tax, not audit. Audit's fucking boring. I can cuss, right? Well, yeah. Um, although, if you want to work for a company, you'll have more opportunities in audit. I just can't stand audit. Oh, I hate audit. Oof. The IRS is trying to get us to do more and more like mandatory auditing of our um, clients' books. They're trying to put the burden on us, and we're all just... What, the CPAs? Yeah, and we're all just kind of giving them a big middle finger because, I mean, 
we can they can't sign. force you. Can they? Right, they can't force us, but they're making us be like, so you attest that you audited blah blah blah, and we're all just kind of like, sure. And <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying everybody's doing that, but consensus among our colleagues is kind of like, yeah, whatever. You know who the best auditor of my taxes are? Me. Well, me, but then I still fuck it up. <laughs> All right, Miguel Angel Casillas for two bucks. If I may, first triggering words of the podcast, Wang. If I may, I don't know. I don't get is it. I that, don't that like everybody Wang Chung tonight. First triggering words of the podcast. I don't know. Maybe it's Wang. an acronym for something. Didn't they used to have Wang computers? Yeah, they did. Yeah, that was back in the day. Like Cray, mm-hmm. Cray's still around. Cray supercomputers. Uh, DeLon for five bucks, 84 hours this week alone. Work sucks. Chad, if I keep giving Cappy $5, how long until I can retire early? (laughs) (laughs) You might've actually skipped a couple up there. Uh, do you got them? Because I already ran out. Read them for me. Um, ice knows for $5. Hey, Cappy, tell us the story of the cranky old vet that you stood up for at a bar and later became friends with. I want to hear a happy story. Yeah, he, he passed away. There was a bar in a town called Buffalo Gap, South Dakota. And it was kind of close to the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation. <clears throat> and I went in there and he was kind of a fixture of the community because he was like 90 something. Mm. And he was a pissed off old mean uh, bastard. And he had a sawed off shotgun at his bar, which was attached to his house. And <laughs> it was like the soup Nazi. You went in, you put your order in and you shut up and you only cash. Don't don't mess with with Lee. <clears throat> so then some Indians came in and they're acting weird. Um, they already had a bottle of booze in their truck, which I saw and like, what? and they were like hectoring and not hectoring, um, negotiate, not heckling. Uh, they were, uh, we, you, uh, negotiate on price haggling, haggling, they're haggling. Sorry. And it's like, dude, no, it's a $3 beer. That's the price. Take it or leave it. And there was a big guy and a little guy. And I just sat there and waited and I'm like, okay, this isn't good. And I had a pistol, so nothing was really going to happen. And I end up going outside, and I try and call nine one one. And then they knew who he was, obviously. And I went back in, and and then these guys left. Nothing happened. And I said, "You all right there, Chief?" He's like, "Yeah." I said, "Yeah, I had a you know, if anything happened, don't worry, I had a gun." And <laughs> well, he had a shotgun too, but it was behind the thing. He's like, well, thanks for doing that. I was really good you stayed here. You know, you're a good friend. Well, it turns out Lee was a Pacific sniper in World War II. Mm. And, <laughs> and the other thing great about Lee is he had a great fossil and agate collection uh, because he had lived there for so many years and um, puts mine to shame, just puts mine to shame. But fortunately, Lee has passed away. Mm. And uh, I don't know if the bar's still going, uh, but they did build a new bar in um, – Buffalo Gap. So if you ever want to go to Buffalo Gap, it's a dirt road, no paved road. It's a dirt road there. Very small town. All right, what else we got? All right, who's next? Uh, M2PG4 Mm -hmm. uh, for $4.99. I'm a CPA in public. Companies are not giving raises and cutting salaries using COVID as an excuse. If that happens, stay and suck it up or leave. This entirely depends on how long you've been there. If you haven't even been there a whole year yet, it's not going to really help you that much just to quit because the the whole point of a public, even if it's not big four, just doing public accounting, that's what opened doors, opens doors into things in corporate finance or, you know, anything in an in-house accounting function. Um, 
You know what? Honestly, I think I would want to know which big, fo- which public accounting firm it was because it, I'd have different advice, you know, as far as how that goes. So aren't they all kind of like you're just going to get raped there when you go there? Like they're going to use you, get paid your thing, put your two years experience and yeah. get the hell out pretty much. Yeah, but I mean, if you're if you're at one of these really not well known um, public accounting firms and they're going to put you through that anyway, I would say leave sooner rather than later because no. you know there's there's EY and Deloitte and Grant Thornton and Plant Moran, and then you have these no name ones. And- Wait, Grant Thornton's one of the big four? No, no, no. They're like uh, if there's they're like number five or six, right? So like right out of it, yeah. Okay. Like those are okay. I'm saying there are some lesser public accounting firms that no one really knows or cares about. And if they're like destroying you, just leave. I mean, that's not. Really yeah. They're cool. not the hottest chick at the party. They don't have the yeah. right to be like that. Okay. What's Whipfly? You ever hear of them? Say it again. Whipfly or Whipfly. Whipfly? Oh, I, no, it's a CPA firm. I keep seeing in, in different towns. So I'm like, well, they, they're regional at least. Midwest. Huh? In the Midwest, yeah, yeah, they got one down over in uh, in Bloomington by the Mall of America. Hmm. Uh, I don't, it doesn't matter. So, all right, what else we got? Okay, uh, Stephen Ochoa for two dollars. <laughs> How much precious metals do I have to report to the IRS? So, you know what? I know the answer to this. I want to see if you know. Is our precious metals are they considered capital assets or ordinary income? Do you know? Well, they can't be income. They don't generate income. They're assets. So what do you have to do to recognize? You have to sell them because yeah. you have no income. Yeah. If you buy yeah. it, the IRS doesn't care. It's when you sell it. Right. So my answer to Stephen is if you sell it, it does become a capital asset, but it all sort of, it depends on whether you had it for a year or less than a year. So then there's short-term and long-term capital gains. So, yeah. yeah. So there you go. But don't sell your silver. Uh, you know, that's, that's your insurance policy. Unless he's got a surplus of server silver and he wants to get rid of it. But I always recommend 200 ounces per person. Um, or junk be wanting or, to make a bikini out of it, you know, well, Hey, then you can <laughs> sell it for, you know, 150% markup. <laughs> All right. What's next. Next is uh Dylon two, one, two. Oh, did you do this one? No, no, yeah, you, I, I, you interrupt me. Said, "God, we they went fast. I didn't realize we had so, missed so many. This is where I'm caught up now." Yeah, right. uh, Dylon two one two, eighty four hours this week alone. Work sucks, Chad. If I keep giving Cappy five dollars, how long until I can retire early? Um, <laughs> he'll never be able to retire if he jumps that up to twenty five dollars each time. Then he can retire early. Well, I was going to say, yeah, you could, you, you do that. You give Clary a bunch, you, you throw little crumbs my way and then you could definitely retire early. And not only we retire early, you know what else he could get? What's that? The girls. Yeah. If you give me $25 every time I podcast, all you guys, you, I guarantee you, you will get the girls. That is the secret. That is He's the working secret. 84 hours in one week. He ain't going to get matter. That sounds See, like it. I'll, I'll level. Okay. That other big secret I had spend less than you make that, that horrifically complex financial concept. Here's how you get the girls give Aaron Cleary money. Then it just through very complicated things. I don't have time to explain right now. That's how you get the girls. Fuck the gym. Fuck working hard. Fuck having good income. Fuck being in shape. Oh, you got to just give me the money and I don't know how, and I can't guarantee it, but you'll get the girls. The only thing I'd like to add is you also have to have really good hair. And then it helps if you got nice long hair. Yeah. 
that that really helps out. And then what girls really like, Chad, you know what, what they really like? Short guys. They love short guys. They can't get <laughs> enough of short guys. It's uh, No, this is all bullshit. Uh, that is not how you get the girls. And don't give me money thinking you're going to get the girls uh, or retire. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, if he keeps – if you buy my books, DeLon, and you follow the advice in them, you will retire early. That I can guarantee. Well, I can't because it would depend on – financial crisis but you drastically increase your chances of retirement all right next one dre <laughs> what two about two dollars what job is fun and pays well with no effort uh be a cam girl or cam girl i was telling you play twitch they seem to have fun i mm -hmm. guess they do a lot, get of them, a lot of them aren't even uh, it's not even sexual they're just playing video games oh yeah twitch yeah right definitely. right so be a good looking girl dre <laughs> with big cans. Stop being a tall black guy who's in a look at this sucker being an engineer. They should just go become a hot chick with big boobs and play video games. What's he doing? Well, he's six foot two, so he's gotta, you know. <laughs> yeah, but I he still make more money as a chick with boobs. You know? Yeah, he would. Look at him. He went to the Marines and he got his his uh GI Bill. He's doing it just the hard everyone become a female and go play video games. There you go. Mm, careful that's achievable these days uh it is have you heard um that prices are going down now uh for the the webcam girls because there's so many of oh, them now so much saturation i know this mm -hmm. firsthand because I, okay i have a couple that i've been talking clients you know that yeah. i've talked to and one of them was like i'm I don't know why, but I'm making so much less money. And I'm like, well, that's because there's a zillion of you now. So what, um, how much of a drop did she say? I didn't really ask for specifics. Cause I mean, I already did her taxes, but it sounded like it was pretty steep. Like almost and, half or something. Yeah, and she was yeah, like <laughs> about half. And she was asking me why. And I'm like, well, you know, the answer to this, there's way more of them now with people wow. just sitting around. Well, that's, uh, that's uh, too bad. It's <laughs> it lasted. It was a good. It was good for those gals while it lasted. The first entry movers. They they did good. Yeah. All right. What's the next one? Oh, that's Joe. Dre. Dre is the next one. Again. All right. Boot camp. Yeah, I'm starting a coding boot camp next month. Um, on top of your studies already. Yeah, that's oh, not. Was he was he computer science? Yeah, but I mean, did he graduate or? No, I thought he had. I don't know. Dre, are you graduated yet? Did you graduate from college or graduate <laughs> college? Um, I'm sure he's got it. Like, here's what's great. You know, the GI Bill, join the military. All clear. It's the same advice. Well, if you do that, maybe Dre don't have to work because you get a living allowance and you get tuition paid for. Yeah. You know, what if you squirrel? You don't have to work that much. Maybe he does have a little bit extra time on his hands. Could be that. Hmm. Um, if it's like a summer thing, that's pretty awesome, you know. Yeah, well, classes are canceled, physical ones anyway. I think Judd Grover's next yep. for two dollars. Emperor Cuomo stopping New York Phase Two reopening. <laughs> yeah, what was that now? There's some stuff going on here with with that as well. But uh, well, wait, they're not. So now they're putting the brakes on it. They're they're pedaling back on their word. I don't know about New York, but here. So tomorrow, Friday, is when the entire state of Illinois is supposed to go to phase three. And that's oh. where they open up some restaurants. You can sit outside and all that. Okay. All right. the lake, maybe parts of the lakefront will be sure. open. So, of course, our 
idiotic mayor who I can't stand. You have a mayor that is like not all there. I'm not saying mentally. She's just very dumb. Yes. She's a very dumb woman. Yes. Um, like that is someone who is not intelligent. Who the hell's calling me? And believe it or not, she was actually the better option for mayor in the last. What was the other one a, a brick? What What did you have? A piece of dog shit running against her? What? Someone who thought a soda tax would actually raise money for the county. Instead, everybody went to the border, bought their shit, and then came back. <laughs> um, that was her yeah. opponent. Southside, you're very close to Calumet, uh, Indiana, right? Well, no, it doesn't even have to be state. You just have to get out of Cook County. I mean, Lake County. Wasn't, wasn't this for, oh, that's right, because it's a city. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, and that's, that's what's going on now. Like Illinois is going to be opening up everywhere tomorrow, except for Chicago, because our mayor is like, well, I don't know if we're ready for that. You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. She has a direct line that is more powerful than heroin connected to her vein, and it's called power. And she is not going to get off that that uh, drip feed. No way. So then what Como is backpedaling and they're not doing it. It sounds two. like like I'm not up to speed with New York City, but I guess there's something going on there too, probably in the same way where the rest of the okay. state's gonna open up, but for the city yeah. they're like, no. You know, the state of Utah was fully open. It was nice to be able to sit at a restaurant, have someone serve me, and no one there was freaking out. There were no masks. It was almost mm -hmm. like being normal. Uh, I went to Indiana by myself a couple mm -hmm. days ago just so I could experience that. And then I did. I enjoyed it. Hopped back on the train and came home. Are they fully open in Indiana? Pretty much. At least okay. where I was. Cool. All right. Uh, Let's who's next? The next one. Digital Diggy Nomad, um, $2 Canadian. Everyone's favorite Ash Ole Forever. I don't know what he's. <laughs> what in God's name? For an extra 25 cents, he could have had oh, he's, a little bit he's more. Trying to be so, like, he's a dude who can't talk. Everyone's favorite asshole forever, Mirren Cleary, I think. Oh, I see. Okay, I got yeah. it. Okay. Evan Iyer, $5. Awful bosses are why jobs suck. Start a business where you are connected with a boss that doesn't suck. I'd pay 25% of my salary for this service. All, no, that's like finding a hot girl who is humble and nice and a conservative, or at least not a leftist. <clears throat> bosses, you need to understand the Peter principle, but you also need to understand bosses in general. You get promoted by conforming, not being intelligent, not being principled or ethics, uh, ethical, by conforming. And so a lot of people who become bosses, not only are they incompetent, but they usually lack ethics. Uh, and they're also like they have they'll stab you in the back. It's all about money. It really very rarely have I had bosses that that were good. Um, so there just isn't a supply of them out there. Um, there is especially. Kind of, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. I was going to say now that the latest managerial trend is to market your company by virtue signaling mm -hmm. and promoting people based on uh, on uh, literally racist and sexist and disabilityist, if that's a word. Traits, uh, bigotry. That's the general word. Uh, having generally bigotry, bigoted hiring and promotion practices, where you are promoted based on traits and not your talent, you're th that that cesspool's even worse, even more tainted now. So I, I would not. You, you just got to start your own company. You just and and that business idea won't work. Well, I was just going to say the workaround for this is basically you make yourself a contractor because they have to actually treat you well when you're a contractor because right. you can just say fuck it 
Um, but it's kind of hard to get into a position like that. You pretty much have to start your own business to do that. You have to start your own business and you have to have a very in-demand skill, like being a CPA or being a coder, a good coder, or, you know, you know, or be an asshole, you know, who knew the hell that would work. Um, but it doesn't happen overnight unless it was asshole consulting, which literally happened over one night of me working a security guard shift and I programmed it and then I made money the next day. Hmm. Um, but I went to the Carlson school of management and that's where you can learn. That's where the real skills are. And how many other people can say that? Um, oh, there must've been somebody thought it was a dumb idea and it, it worked overnight. I'm sure there's something like that out there. Is that this will never make money. Huh? No, that is that Japanese yen, Dr. Kopp? No, I think wow. that that's Indi India rupees. Really? Huh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Wag Kostub. It's the first that, time I've seen that. That's You don't see a lot of Gs in, in Japanese. I don't think you see any Gs. Um, I think, yeah. yeah, I think he's East Indian, yeah. Uh, thought about joining BDSM club <clears throat> if you are easy target. I do what you want. I don't know. Why? Do you want to, Doc? I mean, it's up to you. I, do you get paid? If I, What do you mean by you're an easy target? Like you got, you're a type, a lot of guys like you, or a lot of girls like you and willing to pay? Uh, then if you want to do it, then you're getting paid. They, even better. But One I, second. Yeah. Alexa, how much, are, how much is $1 in Indian rubies? Rupees, rupees. Did you hear that? Oh, it's like three cents or something per or per dollar. What what do we got? Seventy five of that currency is one dollar. So he right, okay, we got thirty three cents here. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, Tefra eighteen seventy nine for um, five dollars. Is five k enough to move out of my parents' house, or should I continue saving until my original goal of ten k? Living with toxic borderline mother is awful. Oh, boy, that's tough. Uh, depends on <clears throat> where you're living. It, it, you don't really want to measure it in money. It's how many months living expenses. At absolute minimum, you need three, three yeah. months living, ideally six. But Tefra, you need a job. Guys, I can't. It is tempting to live at home if your parents aren't fucked in the head. And I don't know if I've ever pointed out how Boomer and Gen X parents might be fucked in the head and maybe they're toxic <laughs> and maybe but you need a job. <clears throat> and then it doesn't matter what your mom does. You can't be taken advantage of. And that means working security or joining the military. I, I mean, we've gone over it all before. If, if you can zone out and just make your mother happy, that's basically what you pay in rent, the mental tax. Okay, mom, right, mom. And then, then but you save up your money and, die and you get the hell out. But it, it depends. Like 5K won't get you anywhere in Silicon Valley. 5K and... Indiana. In, well, even I was even thinking like, you know, Minot, North Dakota would get you. You'd live like a king. You know, it's, it's too hard to answer. We got to know the expenses. In three to six months. That's what you need. Yeah. Uh, Two dollars. Eric Burns Marsh. Um, your thoughts on learning Python for swing trading. I know nothing about this. Okay. Python. It's worth learning that computer programming language for the sake of knowing Python so you can do other things. Swing trading? No. No. People don't make money on swing trading. You know how you could tell people don't make money on swing trading? How? Because they offer classes on swing trading instead of actually swing trading themselves. Uh -huh. like all these stock option classes you hear or take, 
like, well, why are you telling us your secrets? Because they don't work. See, if if they actually had a way to capture the market and make billions, would you tell anyone? No. No. But they make money. This is like the what, – what business booms when there's a gold rush? Um, I would say non-gold because everyone's – What do you sell? If you want to make money during a gold rush, what do you sell? Gold? Gold panning equipment. You yeah. Sell the gold. You, you don't sell – you don't go – you don't yeah, prospect you do the, yourself. Yeah. You bring – you you set up a bar, you get some whores, you 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 I don't know, get a mercantile thing, and you get Aaron's gold panning equipment supply, and then that's how you make your money. You don't mm-hmm. you don't actually trade the stocks. You tell people how to trade stocks, and then they trade and they find oh I lost money. Reminds me of that old expression: "Those who don't do teach." I always like that. Um, okay. DJ Aftershock for $2. Chad, rate my cousin. She can marry a sports baller. Have you seen DJ Aftershock's cousin? He keeps harping on her. I'm wondering if he's from Wyoming, if he's got a crush on her or what. But uh, <laughs> from Wyoming. She's, a, she's a very comely young lady. Nice blue eyes. Uh, you seen her? Think, yeah, he sent me a picture. Oh. Um, but uh, I think majoring in sports ball journalism. And... No, he didn't email me. No, he, he, he if, if he, she, she's a cute gal. She's not amazing, but she's, she's a very cute gal. But she's going to make money on the sports journalism world, of course. I don't think she's going to marry a sports baller, though. They tend to not be the married kinds. Well, they, I think a lot of women don't care. They'll, uh, they'll, um, get knocked up. They even warn those NBA players, like, don't get a girl pregnant. Eh, I get a girl pregnant. <laughs> yeah. All right, is this the next one, or did I miss something? Well, um, it's interesting. I what's on your screen, I don't have, but it is the next one. Like it doesn't okay. have. He redacted it out, but anyway. All right, Miguel Angel Angel Casillas, two dollars oversaturation of depreciating over what overpriced liability. I think he's talking about the webcam girls. Oh, There's so many webcam girls, and they are. They're not a liability. They're still an asset. They generate income, but their income generating potential will go down over time as they get older. Mm-hmm. And then in theory, maybe they do become a liability if they don't save their money. And then they're expecting that they're going to, that life is going to continue forever. I think that's what he was saying. It was explained but, to me that the reason people are paying for this stuff, even though there's a ton of free porn available, mm-hmm. because <clears throat> these women trick the guys into forming some kind of emotional bond with them, even though they're right. doing that with like hundreds of others. Yep. That's others. If, if you ever listen to an interview with Cobra or Andrew Tate, he talks about how one webcam girl will have six support staff, potentially depending on how many guys are watching. Mm-hmm. And those people are texting whoever's paying. And so they think, Oh, this is, and they like, and that there's a ear mic in their head. So, okay, lean over and act like you're typing on the computer. And that's what they do gets worse than that some oh. of the people that are help, being assistants or whatever sometimes it's their boyfriends or husbands <laughs> so, in one case i can confirm that because it's right. a client of mine okay well hey gals make as much money as you can absolutely we me and chad just ask that you save your money and then bank it away buy some rental property get get some money in the in the stock market uh invested in a good stem degree so that when you are old and your boobs get wrinkly and prinkly you have a talent or a skill or at least enough assets to live off of. Like the classical cases, all the 
this is pre-webcam uh, girls, but all the strippers and prostitutes in Vegas, they save their money and buy some rental real estate. And it's it was great. It's not your fault that there's a lot of thirsty guys willing to do this. I'm not going to Chad, Chad, if you were paid, well, what was it, like $150 an hour when you were 25 to, to show your boobies, would you do that? Without question. <laughs> Absolutely. What? You want to see my dick for 200? I would have been like, fine. How long I got to do this? How many millions would I have saved up? I would even, I'd, I'd not be working now. I'd be like, see ya. Bye. I'm out of here. It's a completely foreign world to men because we just can't, we can't comprehend it. Like, wait, you want to see a picture of this and you're going to pay me money? All right. All right. Next one. Um, Miguel again for $2. Woke marketing banner, make men great again, finally. Was that? Uh, I don't know. Is that a banner? I haven't seen it anywhere. Uh, two bucks. Otho Lesur learned web development and it changed my life. Awesome. Good. Yeah. I'm kind of curious what he was going to go do beforehand. Like, you know, no yeah. one, no one, well, maybe, maybe, maybe Otho really was an IT kind of geeky guy and, and he just liked web development. But I, was, I, I bet you his teachers had his ear, oh, go and whatever <laughs> they recommend. Uh, who's after Otho? Um, right there, Australian Rainmaker. Australian Rainmaker for $2 Australian. Aaron, are you in Minnesota right now? Yes, I am in Minnesota right now. I got back two days ago. Mm. Some great pictures on my Instagram uh, account if you want to see pictures of Moab. Mm. Uh, some really good, good pictures, pictures there. Yeah. Uh, Robert Flores for 5 bucks. Are art degrees really worthless? I don't mean art history. I mean training to draw portraits, landscapes, concept designs. If you are good, you get work. Yeah, but you don't need a degree to be an artist. Yeah. Are you yeah. confused with architecture? Architecture is different. That's where you yeah. have to do engineering and make sure the building don't collapse. That's, that is not art. I mean, it is art to it, but that's, it's, that's a different ball. Yeah, like landscapes, you got to be a landscape architect. But anyway, um, there's math involved in that. And even architects make shit money. Yeah, you get a doctorate essentially, and you don't yeah. make shit. I know, I know an architect. You don't make shit. I have a couple um, of architects actually. And I, I, I am, I was pretty surprised when I saw how little they actually make. Thought they yep. do better than that. Um, looks like it's Dre again for five bucks. Mm -hmm. No, I'm taking a break from college until next spring. I'll be doing a 14-week coding boot camp, getting paid oh. by the AI bill with job placement after. That's like having the world by the balls. There you go. Why did Aaron recommend the military? I don't know, guys. I... <laughs> well, he's taking a full year off. Maybe he's just avoiding the, the Wuhan flu. Uh, I have a different theory. He's going to make more money sooner? No, I just think he's in so much demand because he's six foot two and oh yeah, well he's I thought he was six he's up to six nine now, certainly six, by nine. now, right? Six nine. <laughs> uh, oh. what's the next one? DJ Aftershock, two bucks. Can I become another <laughs> queen over in Arizona? That's old school. That's good, DJ. That's uh that's from my first book behind the housing crash. And I can't mention people's names, so I have to describe them and give them different names to for the book and the story but zorba the swede was this swedish douchebag a lot of scandinavians in the twin cities and uh he would always come in with a gold medallion maybe it was brass and he had like the gray hair and he was all tan but he was scandinavian he wasn't greek 
but he's the type to put like that tanning lotion on and he was always talking about how his lakes he's taking his boat on lake minnetonka and he's gonna go with the girls in lake have suits dude you're like a 62 year old loser i got your fucking income statement and balance sheet right here you ain't the the waitresses you're hating on make more money than you and frankly they're more honest and hardworking than you and they have a higher net worth uh but yeah he was always wheeling and dealing and then uh, he went bankrupt could you imagine that chat right that the shock must be all over my face that was 15 years ago. How much, where do you think Zorba the Swede's retirement plan is right now? Him being a boomer and all. Mm, well, I'm going to guess that he didn't get any of those earlier gains. He's got no, nothing now and uh, probably sucking on the government teat. Check this out. Oh, wow. 50. Yeah, look at that. Mr. Cyclone. No, we never had Mr. Cyclone. Thank oh, you very much, Mr. Cyclone. Uh, do you want to do the honors of reading <laughs> No, no, that's why you're here. You might as well earn your keep this time. I, well earn something. Uh, I know you are bullish with stocks, but how about real estate in the next six to 18 months? In <laughs> I was waiting for the boomers to sell their second vacation homes. Think Corona will accelerate supply? You predicted the 2008 market crash. So what do you think? I am so unresearched on the housing market right now. And I'm, I'm not necessarily bullish on stocks um, because the recovery has already happened in the stock market. And the only reason I recommend stocks is, is not for an investment. If you look at the dividend yield or the PE ratio, it's not worth it. Um, it just isn't. That's why I recommend you pay off your debts first because usually that's a guaranteed 6 to 8% rate of return depending on your interest rate. <clears throat> With stocks, the only reason I recommend investing in stocks uh, is they act as a very good hedge against inflation. We have printed yep. off how many trillions of dollars? I don't, I don't even care anymore God. because we've done it before. And everyone gets the money and it immediately goes to where, Chad? When you get the money, what do you do with the check? Sometimes you don't even get the check. Where does the money go? No, oh, cigarettes, booze, uh, strippers. No, no, no. Even before you, you spend it with a credit card, where does the money go? Wait. Repeat the question, sorry. Wait. You get a check from the government. Yes. Where does it go? Well, it should go into your bank account. Savings you account. go to the bank to usually deposit it or it's direct deposit. Yeah. What do banks, now all these banks got this money. What do the banks do with the money? I mean, they try to lend it out for some kind of return, but I don't know if that's going to happen. Much. Well, maybe not this time, but over yeah. time, banks sit on, banks make money by lending it out. Okay. Yeah. Who, what do you lend out money for typically? Uh, could be businesses, could be properties, could be large purchases you can't pay cash for. Yeah, cars, real estate, commercial property, plant and equipment, uh, student loans. Yeah, student loans. Yeah. Right. Uh, though you borrow from the government on that one. Uh, and then also corporations will borrow money at two percent and go buy back their stocks. Yeah. To increase the rate of returns on the residual equity that remains, and that is up to maybe $3 trillion worth now in corporate buybacks. I know it was over two. It's probably up to three, possibly four. Yeah. <clears throat> and so you are not investing in a stock because it's a good idea, but inevitably the money will seek its way to asset prices. And you're not going to get a pot. I, I really don't think you're going to get, I, I don't know is the correct answer. Nobody knows, but your real rate of return on stocks is going to be, so small when you consider that you have to pay more rent, you have to have more stocks to retire adequately. So I'm not bullish on stocks because their value is going to go up. They're going to be inflated up, which is what's been happening. Same thing with housing, same thing with tuition, 
So it's more of an inflationary hedge, but I don't know what's going to happen. That could take a long, like it took a while for the stock market to recover after the dot-com crash. The stock market could crash again. Second wave, uh, all these Democrat governors don't open their states. GDP figures are horrible. So we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I was going to say, it's truly amazing how, you know, this pandemic hits, it just drops like a stone. You know, everyone's like, oh, my God. And now the S&P was over 3,000 again. Because the government printed off all this money and there's faith restored. And it, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, now, as for real estate in the next six to 18 months, the hell if I know, especially in Tucson, I'd have to go study the Tucson market. Um, you think Corona will accelerate supplies it bumps off the boomers? No, because it's not killing that many boomers. <laughs> it's, it's not killing that many people. It would have to kill multiple millions of people to maybe even start having an effect. Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I don't think. Uh, I think retirement or death, normal death, will will have the second second homes, vacation homes, hit the market. But here's here's a quick thing you could do, Mister Cyclone, because I'll give you your money's worth. <clears throat> what you need to do, because each market is specific to their location. Like it's impossible to compare Seattle versus Tucson or Tucson versus Dallas. There's got to be some research out there. Um, I think it, the company's name is CBRE. Maybe look them up, but see if you could find a price to rents ratio in Tucson. You may have to go to the, your local realtor association to get historical median prices of a home in Tucson every month or every year. Then you can go to, I think it's the Bureau of Labor Statistics or Housing and Urban Development, and you can find in zip codes or metropolitan areas what average rents are. <clears throat> and you can create your own price to rents. And that will kind of give you an idea as to whether prices are going up higher than the rents they generate, and thus it's overvalued, or prices going down relative to the rents they generate, in which case the the price is go- the value is going up for you to purchase. So that's that's you're gonna have to do that research though. So if I was more on top of it, if I was working, you know. Um it's a college town, Tucson. Kind of a shithole when I was there. There's some nice parts, but the south part by the um, airplane graveyard, uh, that was shit. That was shit. <clears throat> so Phoenix, I I got no idea. Phoenix is nicer than Tucson, and not not this. I enjoy Tucson because there's some great hiking. Um, Sabino Canyon is a great hiking uh, over there. All right, so there we go. Hopefully that helps you out there, Mister Cyclone. Yeah, thanks. Fifty bucks. Damn. Yeah. Chad thinks he's going to get some. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's next? Ray, uh, if I get a job offer over 50K after the coding boot camp, would you recommend me still finishing my BS in computer science mm-hmm. with the rest of my GI Bill? You can yes, but uh, yeah, I'd, I'd do it part time, your, your yeah. degree, because you want to you wanna get work experience in there, uh, Dre. And you probably want some money too. Um, and if you're already employed, you don't really need the degree, but it's not going to hurt. You should inevitably finish it, especially if the government's going to pay for it. Yeah, so yeah that's, what, that's what I would do. Um, Harambe Tide Pod, um, $2. What's up, Aaron and Chad? Not much. Not much. That's, we got two bucks from Harambe. That's what we got two bucks. That's what's up. Yeah, thanks, man. Harambe. Um, Al Cortez173 for two bucks. Chad, tell us about your time as a government accountant. Um, it's a bit of a broad uh, question, but mm-hmm. what, well, here, Clary, what do government employees have a reputation as being? Lazy. Lazy. Lazy, like 
put forth the minimum effort, man. Like they will just do the least amount of work possible. Um, I'm not talking about the attorneys I worked with at DOJ tax, mainly just everybody else who was a civil servant, which acts as a welfare program for people who can't get any other job. There you go. Um, I'm not really sure what you don't want to know, but I'll just say if you want something really steady, boring and where you'll never get fired, but your day will be like painful each and every day, go ahead and work for the feds. Um, but if you want to actually accomplish something in life, you know, make your mark, start your own business or get a real job. Yeah. I think that's all I got. And your job isn't what you're going to accomplish in life. It's what you do outside your job. I and mean, you could be a great surgeon and, and I guess that has a agency and value, but a job is a job is a job. Yeah. Uh, what's the next one? Robert Flores, two bucks. Don't you have cosplay pick and revealing angel dress? I think that's what he's asking these gals who play uh, video games. Oh, <laughs> that's what they they ask the girls the cosplaying thing. Like, oh, wear wear the bunny outfit or something like that, and then play the video games. Brittany Chad, we all, you, me, and Dre, man, all every every guy listening here, everyone, not you know, Miguel, Juan, everybody. We all did the wrong thing. We all should have been girls with big boobs and got in on that sweet, sweet Twitch money. That's what we should have done. All oh, you morons, ma- all you guys majoring in engineering and Chad getting a CPA. What a fool. I regret all of it. Um okay. Wizco Nomad, two bucks. <laughs> this is funny. Aaron, you open a new friends willing to travel. <laughs> no, that's the type of people you don't want to. No, see, you're desperate, Wisco. That's like, that's like, no, like I will, I will have meetups. I guess I'll start having them more and more. <clears throat> um, but that's how you meet people. And then you find out who the weirdos are and you find out how cool people are. And it's about 50, 50. And uh, for every Matt Baldoni, there's a crazy one out there for every Chad Elkins. There's a crazy one out there. So. Um, just so you know and can feel special, we have not had any sort of meetup like the one we had when you were here since then. So that's all right. You have one without me. You don't have to wait for me. Plus, I can't no, drive no. the six hours to Chicago every time. No, we we were doing that. Like, but everybody got busy, you know, since then. So good soon, hopefully. Uh, Tefra eighteen seventy nine five dollars. Should I wait until lockdowns end to conduct reconnaissance across the country? Or is it fine as long as I avoid the big cities? I'm in San Francisco. Ew. Do not wait for the lockdown to end. Get your cheap. That's the only reason I went to Moab for an entire week. Because the hotels are about 80% off. Um, It's dirt cheap. The great one rented a, a very nice Jeep. When he came to visit, it was $15 a day. Gas is cheap. Now is the time to do reconnaissance. And you're not going to be in danger. I mean, yeah, avoid the big cities, but I don't know why you go to the big cities. I mean, I'd go out west. But, I mean, if you're want, if you interested in the big cities, eh. yeah, go. You know, check it out. Uh, I, I would just be hiking, frankly, because it's, it's summer or in spring. So, I, but, yeah, don't don't let the – the great and merciful Corona chance scare you from conducting reconnaissance. Now is the, that $5 you're going to make back easy tenfold on gas savings and hotel savings. If you go now, you were telling me you had a different experience than this, but every time I'm looking up flights to go anywhere, including Vegas from here, it's actually really expensive. And I don't know why I think cause some, uh, of the discount airlines are not, they can't make the profit unless they got enough volume. 
Mm, yeah. So uh, I know Spirit Airlines, it was sad. You saw the planes in, on McCarran International. You saw them just sitting there. They weren't going anywhere. And uh, I kind of I kind of miss my trailer trash airlines in the sky. I kind of miss being with my people. And, and now I'm what flying very fly elite. Huh? What, what did you fly out there? If not I flew very distinguished, very elite sun country. <laughs> it's uh, a little bit fancier for my, t- but I felt like you, I felt like a rich, you know, elitist top 1% of when I flew sun country. I don't even think we have them here. Sun country. I think it's a Minnesota um, deal, but all right, get John's question here. All right, John, Australian $5. I don't want to spend a big chunk of my net worth buying a house. What do you think about early retiring on stocks and cash and renting for life? Uh, we kind of, Go ahead. Uh, I don't think we talked about this specifically, but early retirement extreme recommends that. And John's right. Unless you now I I've always had housing pretty much my entire adult life. Uh, if I were to do it over again though, yeah, I probably would have just rented a small little studio apartment and, and guys and gals, if they choose to can get away with that. As long as you're a minimalist, because the more shit you have, the more square foot you need and the more square feet you have, uh, the higher your rent. Um, so yeah, if, if it's less hassle, less headache, managing a house, repairs, maintenance, taxes, insurance. But if you got just, you know, you just got your little car and you can go crash on somebody's couch or you just need a room. Oh yeah. You could do it way cheaper uh, than, than probably taxes and insurance alone uh, than a house. But you know, you want make sure you don't have stuff. Hmm? I've never owned property my whole life. And frankly, I don't feel like I've lost out on that much. You haven't. It, it's kind of yeah. cool. There's some cool stuff. Like I got capital gains and you can't even call them capital gains. I got inflation. So now I can buy an equally inflated house now. You know, everyone thinks, oh, you made all this money. It's like, no, it's either you rent now for three times or four times what it was back in the day, <clears throat> or you buy a house that's up 400%. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the the purchasing power didn't. Hey, there's no inflation. Yeah, there is. There is on your biggest budget item, lodging. <laughs> so yeah, John, I think that's that's absolutely possible. A lot less headache. Um, and if you're okay with girls, like that was one thing that did help me get laid a lot is I had my own place, and they were impressed, especially for a young 24 year old kid. Uh, now it, you know, I don't know. Do, do you care about girls, John? If you don't eh, get a, get a little hovel, it doesn't matter. Okay. Who's next? Um, Steven Ochoa for $5. How much should I leave in the savings account before putting money in the stock market? You don't give this type of advice. Do you? What should I live in a savings savings account? You need three to six months living expenses. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> that's a, we'll, we'll go with three to six months living expenses. So there we are. Um, next is Wisco nomad again, uh, two bucks losing friends over 30 video was an eye opener. Yeah. Screw. did that today or yeah, I did do that today. I'm sorry. I, I was thinking we'd get to ASL consulting. But not well, we already, was that the only we one? You no, I got, I got a backlog. Uh, Lord knows by the time I go to bed and wake up tomorrow, I'm going to have more. But the super chats keep rolling in. It's horrible, chat. It's just horrible, man. That sounds awful. People it's want horrible. Work. People want to give me money. People give you money. See, people who know me, like I've grown up with them and they know I'm a douche. People give you money. Yeah. They give you money. Yeah. A nutless monkey could do your job. Yes. But all right, DJ Aftershock. <clears throat> all right, DJ Aftershock, $2. You can 
become big in Virginia working for Booz Allen. I've been there. That's in Northern Virginia, Tyson's Corner area. Um, that's a neat little area. I almost, I right as I was graduating um, undergrad, I went to Virginia. Um, and yeah, I almost got a job there. It was actually for uh, Fannie Mae before all the shit. Really? Fan. Oh, yeah. okay. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. And you can get big working for Booz Allen. Right. Uh, Kyle L for $5. Will COVID-19 open the eyes of leftists after revealing how controlling and evasive the government can invasive the government can be, especially those who own businesses? Uh, I'd love your opinion because I had an original opinion and the empirical data has proven my opinion wrong, but I'm kind of curious what your opinion is. I, you know, I don't think so because I'm, I'm a lot of these people I'm dealing with even today, you know, clients of mine, mm-hmm. uh, most of the ones that are in this area, at least, and they are leftists and they do own businesses. Most of them are still of the mindset. Well, the, the government wants what's best for us. You know, we all need to shelter in place and all this stuff. I don't care that it's ruining our life's work, you know, the government, the government, the government. So I can only go by my experiences here, but I'm not seeing any shift in mentality. Even people who are losing their shirts. Uh I have seen a huge shift actually among some people that I would definitely leftist. And they told me I'm, I'm voting Republican people in Seattle, no less. Um, and I'm like, whoa, really? And I think that uh, <clears throat> the I'm I'm much more optimistic. I can't believe how optimistic I am, given this virus. I I think Trump's going to win it again. I I'm not a big fan of Trump either, but the Democrat and, and Biden, Jesus Christ, somebody mop up his drool. Um, I think the Democrat governors are they don't realize how much they're showing their true colors, and they don't even know because they actually think they're doing good. Um, cause they believe in masters in public health administration and this and that. And they're, they're also cowards. That's another thing. Or, you know, like I love, uh, governor Nome. No, we're not closing. And she's looking, she already is a good looking woman to beforehand, but she's getting look better looking every day. This goes on. Uh, but it's, it's painting a very clear picture to be, see most Democrat politicians, including the governors, they've never had to work. Mm-mm. They don't know what it's like running a business or working. So now you got all these hardworking Democrats. They're out there and there are business men and women Democrats. Now they're seeing like, oh shit, you guys have no clue what, what we're going through. Cause none of you guys had to like essentially work for a living. There are some that did like governor Waltz, our governor he's put in his doing that. He was predominantly a teacher, but he was in the military as well. So there's, I guess some moderate Democrats, if you want to call them that. But the world, or at least the United States, is seeing these Democrat governors. I mean, California, I'm thinking like, I I think they're going to, you're not going to have a, a Democrat, gov- uh, I'm sorry, you're not going to have a Republican governor. <clears throat> but I think a fair amount of congressional seats are going to go red. I think you're going to have a Republican majority again because these people are like, fuck you, Democrats. It, it's uh, So I'm very optimistic. I feel cheated. Like, why is none of this happening here? I'm still getting the same. Anyway. What did you do a couple of days do? ago? Yeah. What did you do a couple of days ago? What? Going to Indiana? Oh, you left. Oh, <laughs> you took action. You took agency in your situation and you made, you took an action and, and solved your problem a little bit. For a See? day at least. But yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I was hoping I'd have more people contacting me or 
telling me like, oh, what the hell's going on? Screw this. But it's it's business as usual here. So it's, it's there you go. Um, blameful I 36 for five dollars. What would you do, Cappy, if you were the main character in the movie Idiocracy? Have you seen that? Yeah, I guess I guess what he did, he became president. He did like the right moral thing. Um, yeah, I don't know I, what else there was to do. <laughs> yeah, he, he he first figured out like what the hell's going on, and he's like, "Why is everyone an idiot?" Um, yeah, if I was the main character in Idiocracy, I'm like, maybe we water plants with water, <laughs> which is what he did. Sports drink or whatever they were doing it with. I love President Camacho and the House oh, of Representing. Right. Oh God, that was a great yeah. movie. House of Representing. <laughs> it's got it's a the sports screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Uh, all right. Dylon212, five bucks. Cappy, I suggest Telescope Peak, only 11K. You can see Mount Charleston and Whitney from the top of the telescope. Where's Telescope? That's not in Utah, then. That's got to be Southern Nevada if you can see Charleston and Whitney. Let's look it up. Telescope Peak. Is it in the Sierra Nevada? Telescope Peak. Death Valley. Oh, okay. I think I drove past this when I went to visit Bacon and Anthem. Was I near this? I was in Palm Springs last year. No, this is north of you. Okay. Badwater Indian Village. Oh, no, that's... Oh, that's Beatty. Death Valley, Shoshone. Um... Yeah, maybe I could do it. Maybe I could hike it. it. It's out in the middle of nowhere. You have to go there. And the problem you'd face is you're starting at Death Valley. So the trailhead hopefully is like seven or 8,000. So it's not too hot. And you got to do it during summer because at 11,000, it gets too cold. So I'll take a look. So telescope peak. Got to be in good shape too. Hey. Um, Ooh. <laughs> on, let me go back up. We got to go. Um, the next one I have is nonstop Dre again. Oh, uh, no, I have one. What you're showing didn't appear on mine. That's that, that, no, it's, it's nonstop Dre. There we go. Well, he did a different one besides that one. Um, oh, there we go. No. Um, yeah. Dre for $2. Chad, how does one become a giga Chad? Giga LOL. Chad. Oh, giga. <laughs> like gigabytes. Like I think that means billion. Or whatever. Um, well, you have to have a cool, unkempt beard. Um, you have to do nothing but run because there's nothing else to do. And um, I don't know. You have any suggestions? <laughs> uh, you chase after girls taller than you. Um, yep, you, get drunk at, you get drunk at local bars that are really awesome occasionally. And then to be a true giga chad, you have to have the world's nicest mother you have oh, to, who will offer you cheese sandwiches. You have, you have to have the nicest mother. I won't get into details, but my mom and sister got into a fight on Mother's Day this past year. And it was uh, oh, for what? I, I can't right. give details. Right. It was, I'll later. tell you later. It was so like my dad and I were just kind of sitting there, like it was over. This is, Zoom thing. Yeah, this is over. This is the hill we're gonna die on, huh? Okay. Yeah, we were just like not caring. Um, okay, chat Al Cortez 173 for five bucks. Chad, you described my accounting coworkers perfectly. I've only been at this government job a few years. It feels like 10. <laughs> I'm planning my escape. Yeah, what you got to do. Um, so it's a government accounting. I don't know if you're 
I don't know if you're in accounting, I know you're with the government, but the key thing to do with the government is just to learn as much as you can about them. If it's like a regulatory body like the IRS, so you can go into the private sector and use what you learned against them. You know, you're going to know all their tricks. So that's sort of that was my plan when I knew I didn't want to stay with the government. I'm like, I'm going to learn everything about what the IRS can and cannot do and then kind of exploit it. So <laughs> I don't know if that's an option where you are, but it's something to think about. I don't know. I'll just keep the job. All jobs. Like, hey, guess who's in the house here? Look at this. The Safety Doc Podcast. Yeah, Doc's here over at safetyphd.com. Check out the Safety Doc Podcast. I thought he was doing one tonight. I don't know. Oh, was he? And he's got his book, The School of Errors. I'll pull it up because I got it conveniently located. If you have kids and you don't want them getting murdered or raped in school, well, get this book. Like, this book will actually help. <laughs> Not bollards. He loves bollards. Don't get Doc started about bollards. Bollards? Bollards. Those are like those cement things that prevent people from driving cars up and running people over. Bollards. Bollards. They do nothing, according to Doc. <laughs> um, classic bass men for uh, $5. Vosh should narrate how not to become a millennial. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> He's, Vosh is this communist, a literal communist on YouTube. He's got some following because it's popular to say other people owe you shit. You know? You you are entitled to live. You're entitled to enslave other people. That's what I don't care if you call it social democracy. I don't care what crazy theories you got by some lice-infested bearded guy by the name of Karl Marx who sucked off the tits of his buddy Engels and I think Engels' dad. You're just thieves. That's it. So it'd be funny to because Valsh is like the classical millennial, except that he actually makes good money. Because people want to, he's like the modern day Oprah. He just tells people what they want to hear. And so he, he's got a, a, a pretty good, I did a clarity test on him. That's the only reason I know him. So it would be funny to have him narrate the book, but <laughs> I don't think he would because it would just be a little bit too close to home. He might appreciate it in an ironic sense. No, he won't. Um, no, he won't. So Dre, Dre says for $2, I'm a minimalist and my rent is under 500 in Cali. What are you in Bakersfield or Fresno or something? I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. That's good. That's great. Yeah. Certainly not in San Francisco or LA. Doc mentioned Les Grossman. Les Grossman is the, one of the best characters in all of America cinema history. We got Jerry. Jerry B. Oh, $10. Thanks. Um, what are your thoughts on living in a van full time, occasionally traveling in that van and working remotely year round, even before the pandemic? Is it practical or just a modern hippie dream? No, it's possible. There's a thing called van life, a big, huge community on the Internet. And I was kind of tempted by it. Uh, Cynic in chief lives in a van, um, but he also has a winter headquarters. I think it goes back to his hometown. I don't think he lives with his parents, but it goes back to his hometown. And then once spring starts up, he's probably doing it right now, uh, although he likes to tour um, theme parks, which aren't open. But, yeah, he's he's visited me twice. I'm like, you want to crash in the house? No, van's just fine. I'm like, you want to take a shower? No, I got, a, I got a membership at a gym. I'm like, oh, okay. So, yeah, it's totally possible. What about does a bus life? count as well thinking about yeah, i think so yeah better bachelor it's it's the same thing you're living in a vehicle bus a little bit bigger obviously <clears throat> i still haven't watched this video where he uh films it because that's got to look cool oh it's got to look really pretty cool, cool. You know, yeah. you know so no totally man um 
it's practical. Sure, it's hippie. You're not going to run. You're going to run into a lot of libertarians and, and lefties out there and spirit crystals and whatever else. Uh, but no, save save some money. Um, but I, you know, go where the weather is. That's what I'd recommend. Go where the weather is. Uh, Robert Flores, $5. One-way relocation. FYI, this happens when you decide to go to a state with cheaper real estate, but after 10 years, you're priced out of your old state. But uh, why'd you leave your old state in the first place? Like, I will never come back to the Twin Cities. Never. I mean, to visit, sure, but I will never, ever live in Minnesota ever again. I believe I, I will <laughs> never, and I will fill up at the very last gas stop on the border of South Dakota and Minnesota, make sure South Dakota gets their gas tax. And then I will drive into the twin cities and I will never have anything to do with Minnesota again, ever. Okay. Cameron Sanchez for $2 best way to establish boundaries with roommates. Um, <clears throat> up front and in writing. Yeah, it's better to establish this stuff before you agree yeah. to be roommates, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Are they going through your shit? Tell them to leave. Uh, here's another thing month to month rent. You always, yeah. uh, if you got roommates, you always go month to month first. And then if they end up being like, oh, hey, you stole my car, uh, you just leave. That's you know, what I used to do back in the day is I, I would be the one who signed the lease. You know, the, right. the, it'd be a two bedroom. So that way, when I took on a roommate, they kind of had to do what I said because mm-hmm. my name was on the lease. There was risk, you know, that they could mm-hmm. not pay, but it was times were different back then. I have only had roommates in the houses I've owned. That means I could kick them out at any time, which I've never had to do because they had good, good tenants, good roommates. But um, until I owned property, I never had a roommate. Um, mm. Just I, I, I sprung the extra bucks for that because I wanted to not have a roommate. Uh, DJ Aftershock, two bucks. I'm a big deal at McIntyre. My dad works at Hilton, man. McIntyre. Oh, is that a company? McIntosh? Well, McIntyre is the name of the business school I went to for undergrad. Oh. It was a worthless MBA. You know, it was. Actually- He's doing what he does with me and Carlson. He says, dude, I'm pretty big deal at the Carlson School of Management. My dad works at Cargill. So now he's doing the same thing on your business school. Hilton, huh? Oh, interesting. Isn't Hilton based out there in Virginia? No, I mean, I'm oh. not sure where he's getting that. There Where's is McIntyre. Hill. Where's McIntyre based? Charlottesville, Virginia. That's where the University oh. of Virginia is. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, real Denny Bell, two bucks. Who is John Galt? This guy is. Atlas this, this, Shrugged. No. I've never read it, I admit. But it's too long to read. Way yeah. too long to read. I did see the movie, which was terrible. <laughs> I was just happy I didn't have to read the book, and then like they they didn't finish it. I'm like, oh, because I got to read like the last third of the book. What? You mind if I field this one? Nonstop Dre, two bucks. Yeah, thoughts on sports ball coming back. So, Clary and you guys know that I have struggled in the past with paying a little bit too much attention to the sports ball. You know, it was a little bit too much of a hobby. One of the biggest silver linings for me about this whole shutdown is I think that cured me. I don't care. I'm, I don't think I need to watch it ever again because I really enjoyed not even having to think about it for the last three months. So I don't care if it comes back. It is amazing when you don't have to think about it, how much stress that takes when you stop thinking like oh, making it like decisions takes way more energy than I thought. I mean, like, should I get the sushi or should I get the sandwich like that? Literally. And um, 
going forward, the great one gave me a little bit of an epiphany and made me kind of tweak, but I am not wasting my time with decisions. Like, and what helps with that is a very simple diet. You're just eating this. That's it. There's so that takes away stress. Mm-hmm. Do I watch the sports ball or not? Do you have a drink or not? Do you go on vacation? Nope. You just make your decision and do it and not, not having a word. sports ball off the table. A lot less stress for a lot of you. I mean, this is going to sound silly, but I wasn't sure I would be able to do that until the option was just totally eliminated. And now I feel like I'm free of it. So it's kind of nice. Uh, Midnight Sun for two bucks. Thoughts on Amy Cooper losing her portfolio job. Do you know about this? So who's Amy Cooper? uh, I'll I'll tell you what happened. Like two or three days ago, there was a um, an incident in Central Park in New York City. It was a white woman who was walking. Oh, yeah. I talked about this. Her, her, she's Amy Cooper. Yeah, you heard about this. Thing. Okay. And it was the fight. The, the, it was two Karens. Basically, yeah. the, the guy was complaining or yelling at her to put the dog on a leash. And then she called the cops saying, oh, there's a man here harassing me or something. Said a, an African-American man. Harassing okay. Me. And that was my whole point of the, of the segment I did on this. I'm like, what does it matter? If it's a white woman or a black guy, you got two Karens ramming heads and they're fucking Nazis, the both of them. And I like seeing them fight it out. The media only throws in the race or the gender of the person to be edgy. And, oh, look, white women hate black people. Black people hate white women. It's like, no, you had two pains in the asses, two Karens meet each other in public in New York. And I don't give a shit because they're both Democrats probably. So fuck them. Um I don't think she should have lost her job. I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone should lose their job. Uh, I mean, you know, employers have the right, but you should, I'd like to think, you know, if employers want to be all virtue signaling, look how open-minded we are. And we're here for freedom. We got better. All right. Well then let people say what they want and let people are going to fuck up too, by the way, let them fuck up. But if they do their job, your, their personal life is none of your business, but I mean, technically it is so. I have a much more bitter sounding and kind of cynical take on it. Okay. All right. Please do. Come on, man. Like white women have been getting away with every fucking thing (laughs) forever. So what I don't know. I know they don't know that. Tell a rich girl from the suburb. She's spoiled. Tell to see. It was nice to see one of them get canceled. I don't care for what the reason is, but like, Uh, I, but see, that's not principled. It's should people, people in general lose their job because they're what annoying to other people. No, I'm, that should never happen, but I'm All saying, right. I don't think that's ever going to change. So, you know, if it's going to continue to be that way, at least let them deal with it at least once, you know? Yeah. I, I, I just wish we were adults, you know, <laughs> and one, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do these things. And then two, your employers would be like, yeah, I guess you had a bad day, huh? All right. Well, you do your job. I don't care. <laughs> things weren't, you know, widely. Yeah. Yeah. That's when people stopped being adults. Give me, give oh. me a, they should do back to the future today. And you go back to 1985 where there's no technology and, you know, girls have bangy hair or whatever. And they were skinnier too. Skinnier uh, too. Right. Uh, what was the next one? Oh, um, Derpy for two bucks. Chad, any studying tips for an accounting student? Um, okay, make sure you actually want to do this because I have to be honest, there were some people when I was an undergrad that they thought they wanted to be accountants, but it turns out they really sucked at it, so they couldn't. It's not overly difficult. You just have to have patience you know, to learn the stuff. 
And also focus on your accounting courses may way more than any other stupid liberal arts subjects. Um, I kind of violated that when I was an undergrad. So are you saying Marxist theory and women feminist sculpture studies that is not going to accelerate your career in accounting? I took a course called history of jazz music. Uh, was that my third year? And I was enjoying it too much because it's easy. You're listening. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. What Miles Davis and uh, Duke Ellington and well, how far back you go? Charlie Bird, Parker, Elephant, okay. Gerald. It went all the way up into the 70s when you got fusion jazz. And that's pretty okay. fun. Enough, but, um, okay. So I spent a little bit too much time enjoying that because third year accounting, that's when it gets really hard. Like that's when you're getting into the advanced um financial and, and all the other stuff. So um, reconciling the balance sheet changes to the cash flow statement. I mean, I, I wish it was that easy. Oh, that, oh, okay. That was the harder stuff for me. I was like, what are we doing? Oh, well, it's, it's, uh, see, this is when you start getting the <clears throat> tax courses, third and fourth year, which is corporate taxation is awful. Mm. So, but yeah, just focus on the accounting classes. And if you discover you don't, you don't like it or you're not good at it, you know, at least evaluate that. Uh, Harambe Tide Pod for $5. Joe UBI Rogan accepted a, a Spotify deal for $100 million. Never trust a pothead communist when money is on the line. Do you know about this? Uh, I know you got that deal. I don't hate Rogan. I'm just not a big fan. I tried listening to a couple of his podcasts, and it's kind of too average for me. They're long. Um, yeah, they're long. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not, um, I'm not that big. Of, I tried, I tried. It's like Dan Carlin's hardcore history. Um, I tried to listen to that too. And I just wasn't, and, and people swear by it, you know, it's just different flavor, different, I, but, but I like Rogan cause he's, he's done every, I mean, he's an MMA fighter. He's an announcer. He was a stand-up comedian. He was an actor. And I mean, that guy's got hustle and maybe you don't agree with this. I certainly don't agree with UBI. Uh, but I don't think he's a guy. I think he's frankly, he's probably too ignorant about politics to know. You know, you know, hey, Joe, UBI, uh-uh. I, although we're seeing how it works this month, aren't we? Yeah. Seeing how well that goes. That's, <clears throat> I'm criticizing for, for Joe Rogan that some people say is that he always adopts the opinions of whoever his, his guests are. Like, he just agrees with them. I, I don't watch him enough to really know that, but that's what people were saying. Yeah, I don't. I, don't. I tune into the Great One podcast and turn Flinging Monkey and... uh and I download a ton of history documentaries from YouTube. That's what I listen to. Uh, Leon Reaper for five British pounds. Um, I'm not sure if you've talked about this, but do you think the UK leaving the EU was a good thing economically? Yeah, because you have now one entire less layer of government um, that economically speaking. Uh, I also think ethically and morally you should have left the EU because those power hungry fucks, I mean, they literally think that they own you. And if you ever go to the Brussels parliament or whatever it's called, and you look at their profiles, every one of those motherfuckers fails the Clary test. Yeah. Um, they, it, the lack of respect for how they were booing Nigel Farage when he was speaking to them. It's like, shut the fuck up. They have every right to leave your motherfucking little cult. So, yeah, I think it's great that the UK left. Um, yeah. yeah. Economically, it's almost moot, you know, uh, but you guys are fine. Britain's going to do fine. You know, you got bigger problems to worry about than not being in the EU. I love this question. 
Um, Eric Burns Marsh for two dollars. Chad, you mean you're not watching Belarusian soccer? Let me explain why he um, why he asked me that. Huh? So back in you know throughout March and April, obviously like everything shut down in the world of sports ball. You know the soccer leagues and all the countries. Obviously everything here. You know basketball, hockey, all that. Baseball never start up. The whole planet, everything's just shut down. Except in Belarusians. All right. They just <laughs> shit open. They never like, you know, curtailed crowds or anything. Yeah. If you're really dying, you could always watch the Belarusian soccer league. It's gotta be good, huh? Um, I never I never ended up doing that. I never thought of doing it, but I thought it was funny that they never even stopped. I bet you they got great they got great ratings now. Really good ratings. I didn't even know they had a soccer league in Belarus, but sizable country. Uh, Robert Flores for two bucks. Hey, Clary, find a barber for you, and I need one too. You get it for free, and I know how you get it for free. Hang on. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me. I'm going to show you guys here. Hang on. (laughs) See? Yeah, I do have a barber. I do have my hair cut. Don't get too Richard Spencer on us with the. You know. Oh no, no, I'm not gonna. No, I just I'm getting my hair, get, getting it back. It's almost as long as it was in college. Like it's almost down below my ears now. So uh, it'll be. I want to get to about here, and then then I'll probably cut you know, cut it and chop it and go back. That was awesome. That time you made yourself totally bald. Yeah, by accident. That was. That was <laughs> Buzz, oh crap, it didn't have the guard on. Oh well. You appeared in a movie and you were like giving quotes and you were just like Mr. Clean there. It's funny. Um, all right, what's the next one? Um, classic bassman for five dollars. What would be the socialist version of the Clary test? Be the reverse of the Clary, like the it'd be the a score of zero. Uh the Clary test is to test independence and trustworthiness and work ethic. Uh, so I guess the socialist test would be to test it would just be the opposite. Like you have no real world working experience. You've never worked in the private sector. You majored in stupid shit, except in be, instead of being condemned for these weak and weaknesses and flaws, you would be championed, you know? So is uh, rich parents, one of the criteria, rich parents is one of them. You came from wealth. Yep which is the only one that's not under your control. And I understand that, but it's such a determining factor in whether you become this parasitic leftist douchebag. Um, if you never worked for a living, you will become a leftist because that's your ideology. That's all, you know, someone else is to take care of me. You're not an independent man. You're not an independent woman. You're advocating parasitism first off your parents, then the government. That's, that's all it is. So I would, uh, yes, yeah, just, I guess, multiply the clary score by minus one <laughs> get the opposite uh harambe again uh two bucks how to reduce stress equals stop watching the news yep yeah. i didn't know there were riots going on in the twin cities yesterday it's only funny well it's funny that i didn't know what was going on it's only funny in a dark cynical sense where it's like i told you so and why are you idiots protesting and rioting? There's a judicial system and it's happening to leftists in their neighborhood. Uh, but you know what? Even I'm getting too tired of watching leftists shoot themselves in the foot and destroy their own city. I, I just don't care. I just really don't care. But it's less stress. Like I don't need to, I don't need to see. I shopped at that Cub Food. I used to live in that area. 
I used to shop at that Cub Food that got burnt down. You ever been to that Target that they were looting? Uh, yeah, junk? yeah, that was that was kind of, if I recall correctly, it's on 55 and Lake Street. And uh, I went there my freshman year for a Halloween costume many, many years ago. So this um, is near the campus? No, it's south of the campus. It's just that the other Target is located north in Roseville, I think. Mm. So this one was closer. Um, so it's like mile and a half south of, of the campus. You got to go over Highway 95. Atham should be looking. I'm sorry, 94. Atham should be looking this stuff up for us, but he's not. Did um, did you hear that the University of Minnesota is like going to stop using the the police department for their events and things like that? Did you hear about that? Okay, they can. They got their own police department. The University of Minnesota has their own police department. That's why I worked under them when I worked security. Mm. Um, so they do not have Minneapolis police. They have their own separate police department. Mm. So I don't know. They can hire security, I guess. Um, I find that odd because the cops are usually more anchored. They're not political, but maybe someone, maybe their police chief is, a, I know they're political appointee, no doubt. Um, but your rank and file cops would probably be like, no, we got to protect the campus and we're not doing politics. Um, but yeah, if they don't want to hire Minneapolis police, I will yeah, here's, here's what's here's what's funny. What events? Well, see, I was wondering that too, and then I read the article. The, the school president was basically like, you know, if it's Gophers football games, you know, like times when you would actually bring in police, they're like, we're not going to do that anymore. So maybe it's not even a big deal. I don't know. You know why it's not a big deal or a big a deal at all? Because nobody goes to those games. Because there's no, there's not going to be any games. <laughs> event is going to be closed for fall i'm pretty sure i mean they canceled the state fair what events oh no we won't watch the gophers lose again oh it's probably why they did it because they're like yeah whatever we can virtue signal right right it's uh dre for two bucks cappy is defending karen's what i'm shocked no no that they, they were both karen's they both deserved each other i am defending all people because even though i disagree with karen People should not be fired because they do. Uh, they have a social faux pas or a behavior. If it's illegal, like you murdered someone, okay, I understand because now you're a threat to the company. You steal, okay, you're a threat. You might steal something from the company. But if you do something on YouTube, like teach a pug how to do a, a, a Nazi oh, salute, yeah. you, you shouldn't be fired. And you know what? You shouldn't also be thrown in jail. That's another thing. Um, Did – just out of curiosity, did you actually see that video of that Central Park thing? No, uh, uh, Count Dankula. Oh, the Central Park one. Uh, yeah, I did yeah. see the video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I watched a little bit of it and that was it. Yeah. Uh, Are we caught up? No, no, there's a couple more here. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> You're never going to be done with this. Um, God almighty, no. I thought it would be a short one. <laughs> that's never the case. When no. I uh, James Rankin for $2. Any thoughts on Dan Pena's quantum leap advantage? I know Dan Pena. I don't know what uh, quantum leap advantage is. I have no idea. Is it like his investment package? I don't know. Dan Pena I like because he's a truthful, frank-speaking motherfucker. I like him a lot, but I don't know what quantum leap advantage is. Hmm. Hmm. DJ Aftershock, $2. Chad, should I buy McMansion in Ashburn and Loudoun County? So that's a little bit further out in Virginia than um, – the immediate like uh, part of Virginia that's right outside of DC. There's been so much sprawl and development that like 
that where the Washington Redskins train is an mm-hmm. ad and they're the ones that buy up all those mansions like right right out there in Ashburn like the property values have just been exploding so i'm going to say no because it's hang on have pricey property values been exploding or has inflation property inflation been exploding uh <laughs> i me not being an economist i'm going to go with your word on that about okay the- are these houses twice as good as the houses built 10 years ago no no, they're twice the price. Oh, I wonder they where really the inflation are. is. I wonder. Oh. Traffic. You know, I lived there for seven years before I left. It was yeah. DC. Like traffic was horrible. Oh yeah. Um, okay, James ranking again for five bucks. Also, opinion on investing gold versus silver. I currently have 75% silver and 25% gold. All right. Why is he wrong? What's the verb that he used incorrectly in that question? Uh, investing, right? Investing. Can you invest in gold or silver or copper or platinum? No, I think you can just have them, right? They are not investments. They are insurance policies. Yeah. Again, gold bars do not shit out little gold bars. Silver coins do not make little gold coins. There is no business. There is no underlying business operation that generates a profit. Okay. So you are only speculating that they will go up in value. Now, the reason everyone gets gold and silver and precious metals is in case there's a shit hits the fan scenario or there's hyperinflation, you maintain your purchasing power. Hmm. So that is what that is an insurance policy. This is why I say like, hey, go ahead, buy a little bit of Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. You don't have to get Bitcoin, but you know anything. And hope to God it doesn't go up because if it goes up like to you know $5,000 an ounce for silver, what has happened to the real economy? Yeah, it's tanks. So you do not want these things going up. Uh, I I think I'm more silver than gold. I don't even own any gold because it's just too valuable. So I'd, I'd get some more junk silver. But again, 200 ounces of silver, and you're pretty good to go. Uh, what's the next one? I think it's Dre, right? Hang on. I had to re- reload up. Midnight Sun. Midnight Sun. Uh, two bucks. Fun question. Which generation is more screwed, millennials or Gen Z? Right now, as it stands, millennials, because Gen Z has hope, and they're just starting college, so there is hope for Gen Z. Um, <clears throat> but we'll find out. We'll see if Gen Z has learned anything. They have a great opportunity not to go to college and can do it online, save themselves. We could end the house or the student crisis tomorrow. Um, we'll see. Uh, I know a lot of people are hopeful of Gen Z. I'm not. Um, but the millennials, let's also consider the millennials are fucked. They are just fucked in part because of other generations in part because of themselves. Thus, if you want to do really well in life, you should simply aim to not become a millennial. If there's an instruction manual that goes into painstaking details, analyzing the mistakes the millennials made and the about a hundred pages of lies the boomers told them. And so if Gen Z ever wanted to avoid the mistakes of the millennials and be more successful, I would get this book, How Not to Become a Millennial. I don't think us Gen Xers did anything wrong, you know, but you're, you're thinking us Gen Xers. I guarantee you they're a bunch of douche. Go think back to college. They're a bunch of douchebag Gen Xers. They're no better. Yeah. I mean, at least we had jobs, I guess, when we were young. At least we took our bikes off some sweet jumps. We didn't have smartphones, but. I don't know. I remember going to school and most people like, like, yeah, I could punch you. I don't think you guys are a bunch of assholes. Fuck you guys. There was no cyber bullying. There was no internet back then. Uh, yeah. It was real bullying. 
uh i think dre is next yeah um two dollars too much money coming in cappy 2020 poor coral oh, i know it's horrible it's horrible hey I've, we made a lot of poke bowl today i might get poke bowl tomorrow <laughs> um but yeah thanks for everybody everyone you've been very kind and generous today uh thank you very much i, I do appreciate it. i'm also tired that's why i'm starting to lose my voice and everything <laughs> Uh well Matt Mahaffey for is that pesos? Yeah, I think so. Twenty pesos. What is it? One to one to seven? Oh, I'm not even sure. Um is America on path to war with China and our life? Hmm. It's a good question. Um I don't think so. Not a real war, like a trade no. war, or, you know. Yeah, maybe sanctions, but uh I again where I'm surprisingly optimistic, I don't see any major wars happening. Russians and Americans are generally friendly. Chinese and Americans generally friendly. We're all benefiting from one another. Uh, we're all our economies are integrated. So I, um, I, I don't. We'd be a fool to launch a war on China. China would be a fool to launch a war on us. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm pretty optimistic there. Uh, Jerry B for two bucks. Any books coming up? Much love from California. Yes, but it'll be an essay. I gotta be in the right mood to write it, and I'm coming up on that. So I gotta deal with a couple other things, getting the house built. But I did my hiking. I got uh, the Southern Command all ready. So all this, you know, tidying up the house and getting your your ducks in order. That's done. So I'll I'll have the time, but um, it won't be this month or next. It'll it'll be maybe late summer, early fall. Hmm. That's actually it. We're caught up. Oh, my God. Thank God. You ready for another asshole consulting request? I'm game if you're game. All right. Hang on. I got to copy the the link. I got to send it to him and let him know what time. We we started this at 145. All right. So I'll let him know. And just as I said that, there's another. <laughs> hang on. We'll get to it later. Yeah. It's a good question, too. Tall and tan and young and lovely. Okay. Um, this young man asks, Hey, Aaron, I really enjoy your videos. I'm 26, live on my own, have my own car. Seems like women don't date me because of my career choice. I work as a truck driver and women seem to scoff at me because of my job. That I'll go with that. I will. Um, in Australia, it's different. The tradies get the ladies, as they say. Um, but man, women do not like tradesmen here. Uh, they really don't, nope. you know, the trucker stereotype being dumb, et cetera. But my Chad cousin, who is the same age as me, still lives at home, but works as a car salesman for Lexus and women flock to him. Probably because he got a Lexus cheap. Yeah. Should I just go make tower, move out of California and move, move to a blue collar area? <clears throat> Why? Well, I wouldn't let that be the sole determining reason you move out of California. I mean, maybe you're getting really good, cheap education there. Maybe, uh, well, you're, you're driving truck. Uh, if you're driving truck, I'd go to Nevada. Save your property tax or your income taxes, but maybe you really like California for whatever reason. You know, I, I just I just hate California. Same. She said, "I have a couple questions. How good looking is your cousin versus you? Versus you? Are you in shape? Do you hit the gym? Are you physically more attractive than him? Secondly, how important are women in getting married to you? Do you absolutely want to get married someday? Have you dated and had your fill, and it's become a chore? And you're in California, for God's sake! You think there's going to be any quality girls there? So, he sent me a picture." Which one is he? Uh, thank you. Just sent 36 bucks. Follow up to your question. Here's a pick of me. I'm the Asian guy on the right. 
he's not bad looking. I mean, I'm not, I'm straight, so I wouldn't know, but he's got a nice suit on, uh, clean cut face. Huh? Is he in shape? Uh, I can't tell because he's got a suit. Let me see. Uh, I think I'm good looking. My cousin is a light skinned Filipino guy and he's pretty buff. I do see myself getting married in the future. Also, what are your thoughts on Florida? Florida's great. Go to Florida. Check that out. Think I might move there to drive a semi truck for UPS. Yeah, I'd do it. Um, <clears throat> if he's more buff than you, and I'm just gonna, I, I should have not to sound gay, but I should have asked for like, give me a picture of you in a swimsuit. Let's see where your physique is. I'm going to assume he's not in that greatish. He's not buff, but he's not out of shape either. Um, that and the fact that your cousin works at a fancy car dealership probably gets a fancy car and it's California. Keep in mind, California culture, the girls are going to go for the dude, bro. Cause he's better looking. He's more fun or they perceive him to be more fun. And he's buff. He's in, he's in better shape than you. The other problem this guy has is probably something you had. How old did you look when you were 26, Chad? God, like I was. It <laughs> took a while. Back then. It's yeah, man. Uh, that's that's the other problem is he is a very young looking man. Now he does look like an adult, but just barely, and that's another huge problem you got there, dude. And the only thing that solves that is time. Um, so we'll go going to favor older you get. What's that? The older we, when you look young, it sucks. But as you get older, it's actually really good. It helps, but it takes. Yeah. Then, then you're you're a 38 year old dude, and you can date 25 year olds. But you're a 38 year old dude, and you remember, I can't tolerate 25 year olds because they're dumb. And then, then you're like, no, I had got uh, like uh, dumb and nice and good looking over smart and annoying and 38. <laughs> Yeah, so you got a couple things going against you here. One, you are a truck driver. You are in the most arrogant part of the United States, I presume. Um, your cousin, by comparison, is more fun and is more jacked. You're an okay-looking dude, but the probably the biggest drawback, you guys, you're very young-looking. I would not just go MGTOW if you want to date girls. Go date girls, but I would not. It's It's prioritization. Again, Rolo Tomasi has said this many times. You can get his book, The Rational Male. Be the uh, focus of your own. Wait, what was it again? Origin, be the onus. Oh, your own mental point of origin. Be your own mental point of origin, all right? <clears throat> Don't worry about girls. Go make your money as a truck driver. Check out Florida. If you find some girls, cool. But, but honestly, if you want to find girls, you want to make it easier, you got to spend time at the gym. That's That's just what you have to do. How old? Uh, and, hmm? How old? 26. Okay. Yeah, so he's – he's he'll grow if, – if he got jacked and, like, thinned down in the cheek a little bit, he'd give her that baby fat, mm-hmm. it'd go a long way. But a lot of that's just going to be getting older. Um, with age, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's that. Um, yeah, let's do less more super chats so we don't fall too far behind. I think there was just the one. Um, Judd Grover? Two bucks. Thoughts on the Xennials, which is the micro generation from 77 to 85. I'm th- no, this is a real thing. Like, it's the people who are bridging, you know, the old school Gen X to 77. That is no, like 82 is probably the cutoff for millennials. 82 and before you're a Gen X or 83 and later you're a millennial. I don't know what the Xennials are. I, I don't know. What, I, I, I guess. 
I guess you do, but I mean, I'm only two away from it. So no, I, like the idea is when does Gen X start? 1964. Is that right? 65, 65. I mean, somebody born in 1981 really is different than someone born in 65. I think that's why they did the whole Zennials thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, video request. <clears throat> oh, this one's complicated. Yeah, a lot of numbers. Uh, this one. All right. All right, let's do this. And I think we're going to call it a night because I will. My whole goal was to get this done so I didn't have as much work to do tomorrow. All right. What time is the. What are we at here? One hour, 51 and 30 seconds. Yeah. One hour, 51 and 30 seconds. I said, yeah. Didn't know we were on that long. Jeez. Yeah. Well, it was raining money there. It was, it was almost like being a girl with big tits on the internet. Hey guys. Thank you. Go to my Patreon. I got it. One thing the women do, I've been yeah. told, I swear, I don't look at this, is whatever, whoever donates them, they always go, thank you, James. Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Mark. Like they say your name. And Fuck you, Dre. <laughs> Fuck you, John. <laughs> you got more super chats. Yeah. Right, we, got, we got to answer this guy, uh, this question. Oh, my captain, my captain. I'm a 24-year-old who recently moved to Georgia with my parents, but plan on moving out as soon as possible. Saving up for a while, living rent-free should help. Uh, this along i dropped out of college earlier last fall due to personal issues to take a year off to work and clear my head that's not a bad move before you continue on with college it would have been my sixth year in school why six years you may ask my father talked me into declaring a degree that was in a field that wasn't for me in the long run and a degree that is since no longer taught at said school graphic technologies what the hell is that what a colossal waste of three years of my time and money i'll have to pay back later Nearly two and a half years ago, I got into a degree program that was my true passion, filmmaking. Filmmaking. Filmmaking, especially in screenwriting and editing. Mm. Though I could also direct if I set my mind to it. I was wondering what I should do to put my foot in the door for the film industry. I am conflicted about returning to school to finish my film degree because of having to endure the rest of the nonsense courses, general eds, which have nothing to do with what I'm studying and the so-called professors who have never made it outside academia teaching us film courses. Or should I go back and continue onward with an entry-level job in the industry somehow? Do you have any input on how I could start my own film studio? What is a good way to pay off my existing loan debt as soon as possible? See, this is where, where the I don't want to do the hard work. So do you have a secret to like make my student loans go away next month? <clears throat> should I stay in Atlanta to pursue these goals? Finally, I'm curious about what I should do in order to start my own business on the side. I have a few ideas ranging from a game shop to a cyberpunk theme nightclub. Nothing like learning to code or accounting or surgeon mm -hmm. or anything like that. I like to know your thoughts. About okay, look, <clears throat> we're going to keep you honest. You're a lazy fuck. Knock this shit off right the fuck now. These are not, not one thing you listed is a real profession or a job. You just don't want to fucking work. You just want to bang on your drums all day. That's all you're doing. Seth Himes uh, has wrote a book about film school. He was a film student. He went to New York film. I think the pre prestigious one. And his entire book is just what a fucking monumental waste of time it is. Seth Himes also went on to do his own movie. He just went to a fundraiser. He raised the funds. He filmed it. You know, he got his own cameras and everything. Um, who did Clerks? 
Uh, Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith did not go to. I think he did go to school. He didn't get a degree. He just directed it with a small budget. But you, my fine young sir, are not capable of doing that because to develop good movies requires talent <laughs> and work and work ethic and all of this bullshit that you've just listed as careers and options. And oh, but hey, Chad, <clears throat> Chad, what should I do for a business? Do you got a well, good business idea that would make me millions of dollars you just give to me? <laughs> yeah, you know, I was going to use it for myself since it's such a great idea, but you seem like a nice guy. Oh, so thanks, I'll man. Just, I'll tell you. Like, what should I do for a business, Chad? What? You know what he should do? No what? One, he should do drop shipping. That's what he oh. should do. He should do drop shipping. <laughs> I had some clients that tried to get into that. Anyway. All right, let's go through all of your painful questions that are just you begging for an easy way out. And here, oh, here, kid, here's the cheat code to life. Yeah, now it's all on easy mode. You're going to make your six figs and you're not going to have a boss and chicks are going to suck your dick. All right, so let's, let's go through each of all of these. Um, no, you should not finish your film degree. You should never go to college again unless you read this book. I think I got it. Do I? before you piss away another six years of your life and lord knows how much money get this book do not return to college until you're going to grow the fuck up and be a real man and major in something worthwhile it could be trade school it could be a two-year degree but knock it off with this bullshit okay so you're not going to college for film or anything else until you get your head out of your ass and you start majoring in the right shit because <clears throat> you're just going to go into debt and waste more of your time. Um, uh, should I go back and continue onward with an entry-level job in the industry somehow? That's your best option right now because you're going to make money. You're going to get experience. I don't think you'll ever get into making film um, because you seem to think that it's a science that you have to take classes when, dude, just go buy yourself a shitty camera and start doing YouTube. Okay. Then you'll learn, oh, this lens works better. Then you'll teach yourself. You don't need to go to school. If you want to work in the industry, sure, fine. Make some money. Learn some tri tricks of the trade. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, what, what would I recommend? If you really want to make money and be set for life, what do I recommend you do? I mean, there's a lot of things. It'd be a trade. Um, okay, 24 years old. How is he going to pay for trade school? Well, you get an apprenticeship. You can do that, right? You can do that. What would give you free food, clothing, shelter, insurance? Oh, the, yeah, you join the military. Join the military, okay? Join. Do what <laughs> I didn't. Join the military. And that will get your head out of your ass, and you'll wake up really fucking quick and realize, oh, shit, I better come up with something. <clears throat> I also think you should do that because it'll give you time to figure out what you want to do because you don't know what you want to do. You just want to – okay, I know what you want to do. You don't want to work. I got that, Okay. The military will give you plenty of time to figure this out. Someone said sell drugs. That's funny. Well, that's kind of a men's version of, of webcam girl. Uh, yeah. Do you have any input on how I can start my own film studio? Yeah. Go get a camera and start practicing with YouTube. All right. Start offering film. Like I, I have need for a short film director because I don't have the editing ability or the time to learn it or the high quality camera. Um, I have like funny little vignettes, you know, a little short two minute video. That'd be funny. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'm sure there's people out there, you know, who, who do that, but you got to go and, and figure that out. That's how you start your own studio. You don't go to film schools, dropping 40 grand on New York film school. You take your 40 grand, you go buy a nice equipment, preferably shit equipment at first to figure out, make all your mistakes on that. Then you get the nice equipment. 
Uh, what's a good way to pay off existing loan debt as soon as possible? Become a cute girl with big tits and webcam. <laughs> I knew you if, were going to say that. If you can't do that, then what you need to do is you need to work two jobs and live at home and have very little expenses and pay off your student loan debts. Yep. Should you stay in Atlanta, pursue these goals. Uh, I guess you're going to have to because you live at home. Um, I don't know you, what the cost of living is out there, Atlanta. It's not really an issue of, of, of cost of living. Um, it's that where's he going to pay rent? What's he yeah. going to do? I mean, where he's, he might as well live at home to pay off his student. That's what I would do. If I were you, if you're not going to join the military, find yourself two jobs. Okay. You're working 80 hours a week now and you live at home and you're not having any fun and you're going to pay down those damn student loans. And then you'll, then you will become a man. Once you work two full-time jobs for like two to three years, you pay off your debts and you pay back the money you took from other people, then you will be a man. And then you'll have work ethic. You'll be like, okay, I, I need serious shit, not film school. Should I stay in this? Yeah, you're going to have to, I think. Finally, I'm curious about what I should do in order to start my own business on the side. <clears throat> you will learn a skill or a trade that is incredibly valuable. You will go work in an industry. And after five to 10 years working in the industry, you will become familiar enough with that industry to find out what is needed that does not exist on the market. And you can bring that to the market. Um. Chris, we should do an, what should I do? And if I ever had a good business idea, I would not tell you. <laughs> it, it, that's, and that's the thing about coming up with a business idea. Nobody else came up with it. You saw an opportunity in the market no one else came up with. And if you have to ask people what's a good business idea, you are not a good entrepreneur. You will fail. I've never figured out myself what a good business idea is. I'll be straight. Like I've never. What are you talking about? You have a great business right now. It's not something that took any thought though. It's like, well, people got to. What did it take? Hard work. Were you lazy? I don't think I was. No, you weren't. You yeah. had hard work and you did a hard thing and you developed a good skill, right? I, I, I'd like to think so. There you go. You did. You did. So, uh. It doesn't have to be – the business idea doesn't have to be rocket scientist. You just have to go and do what people don't want to do. Mm -hmm. Do the work. Did you know anyone that said do the work? Have you ever heard anybody? There's this tall guy. I'll give you a hint. Uh, he, he has this beard that goes down here. He What's grows up here? Anything grow up there? No, nothing up there. Nothing up there. But he go down here. Stream today. Um, I was listening to a stream today. It was a good one. Um, yeah. So do the work. Um, let me go back to the. I have a few ideas ranging from a game shop because that's fun, right? Fun means profit. Cyberpunk <laughs> theme nightclub. Dude, you haven't even done accounting. I'd like to know your thoughts. You're going to do neither because they sound like horrible ideas and you are not an entrepreneur. If you can like do accounting, then maybe you could think about starting a business. But you, you're just an idea guy. That's why I got an idea. But you well, guys do all the work, and I'm going to sit there like with my big well, ass Russian so rings, idea guys. So huh? many idea. There's so many idea guys and girls that just. <laughs> I like to know your thoughts because I don't think very many people can give me a better answer than you. Yeah, because people are going to lie to you. Oh well, you know that's all. It's all you know, ever see women lie to each other? 
Oh, like the most the most horrible idea ever. So I think I'm gonna start a start a restaurant. Oh, that's great! I'm like that's the dumbest fucking idea ever. You're you not want a restaurant? That's horrible. You're not gonna make money. You're gonna destroy your life. Women? Oh my god, that's just great. You should totally do it. I'd go there all the time. The best example of how women lie to each other is when they they're like, "No, you're not fat. You don't have to worry about that." And then as soon as they leave the room, they're like, "Oh my god." like <laughs> you know what it may suck being a guy because you know it's legal to discriminate against you and and women are being conditioned to really hate men nowadays and but man i'm happy i get to call you and atham fuck face or dick nuts or whatever and we know everybody is honest with girls like how do you know like backstabbing yeah like like Knife sales have got to go through the roof because women plant so many each other's backs. I mean, if I wanted to make, here's a business idea, knife store. Okay, kid, go make a nice knife store designed for women. And this one is extra long. So if your girlfriend is fat, it'll get through it or her back. This one is the short one. This is pink. And this one has a little flag that says, fuck you, Tina. And you could stab it in Tina's back. <laughs> Multi-billion dollar industry selling knives to women so they can stab their friends in the back. <laughs> uh thank you very much for your time well there you go there you go so i'm glad that was taken care of just a quick thing i missed did he say that no. was from school or was that something else oh i'm sure the lion's share what six years in school you don't have a degree of course it is so it had to be yeah okay no no he's living at home with his parents so. all right let's go back to the super chats and we'll call it a night here Oh, I think we did this one. Oh, we did that one. Right. I don't. I don't think you think exennials are a real thing. I don't think so. I think somebody in the news world came up with it. Uh, go ahead and read it. What are we at? Nonstop tray. Uh, I was just trying to. Um, where did it go? Yes. So the next one is actually nonstop tray. Yeah, two bucks. Right. Um, how bad do you think the next generation will be, Gen Z? Or? I I don't know. We're gonna find out. Um, I'm, I'm real curious. I don't know what comes after Gen Z, but uh, I'm, we don't know. We don't know. I think it's, they're going to be as bad as the millennials. We, we don't have a crippling recession. I know we all think we're going to. Glendon Cameron is super pessimistic. I'm like, for once he's pessimistic and I'm optimistic. Um, <clears throat> no one really suffers. No one's going to suffer. We just, money printer go burr and we're going to pay off everything and take on more debt. Uh, so there is not the hard times to create good men. And I think Gen Z is going to be just as soft as weak as millennial. They'll probably be a little bit more cynical. So I think they'll be a little bit better, but we're talking only marginally better. Like Gen X is better than the millennials only by a margin. Uh, I'm hoping they're at least so. a little bit less entitled, but we'll see. Well, and, and a lot of them have older millennial siblings where it's like, Jesus, you know, Frank still lives at home. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my sister majored in, cooking toe fungus studies you know i'm I'm not gonna so i there's a little bit i mean the, the I, I wrote that book for a reason the millennials are such a disaster that you cannot help but look at it and be like oh my god you know so i maybe the zers will listen but i really don't think so they'll succumb to their school indoctrination follow heart money will follow all that other stuff zoomers darius <laughs> Darius, Cappy, did you get out of Minnesota, right? No, no. Okay, Minnesota's a big state. Not the whole state is rioting right now. It's only Minneapolis predominantly. I think they're spilling over into St. Paul. Um, 
Yeah. So out here in the burbs, practically to Wisconsin, there's not rioting because there's nothing really to burn down. The farm fields don't even have crops to tear down right now. So there's a, but uh, no, I did not get out. I mean, I came back for the riots, stayed for the, came for the riots, stayed for the taxes, Minnesota. <sighs> Elijah Woods. Um, 499 just started reading how not to be a millennial. Well, that's the same question. Same question. I think, I think they'll fare as badly as the millennials, just a little bit better. Um, yeah. If you know any Gen Zers guys, really please get them that book. That you know, it really it's a it's a deep, hard philosophical read, but Zers need to read that shit. They totally do. Otherwise, they are going to fuck up their lives like the millennials. They're you know, the great and merciful Corona Chan may make tuition a little bit cheaper, but my gosh, if we go back to normal, those kids are gonna be paying so much in tuition and for such shitty jobs. So if you, if you love a Gen Zer, make sure they don't become a millennial. Get them the book, How Not to Become a Millennial. Yeah. If you know a millennial and you want to piss them off, get them that book. <laughs> um, I think this is actually the last one for my All right. All right. $2. Dude, I learned to be a big idea guy at the Carlson School of Management. There were so many of those there. There's so many. They're going to wheel and deal and make bitnets. Bitnets. I wish I remembered some of their names, but I can't. Like, uh, And there were a couple cool guys who obviously were going to make it, but the vast majority of them were just – and guess what every girl was majoring in? Like when we, we had like orientation, guess what? Every girl – I'm talking like 95% of them were majoring in. Marketing. Nope. Really? Come on. No, not marketing. Was this for Carlson or just the school? Carlson? Carlson School of Management. Um, shit, that was the only one—the one they did in my MBA program. Oh, okay. Well, you—the uh, vast majority, like I said, ninety-five percent were HR. Oh, all... I'm what? They had that. We didn't have an HR. Um, really? They yeah. didn't have that. Oh, yeah. HR was how to HR stands for how to be a royal bitch. That's uh, they only take two letters for the acronym, but yeah, how to be a royal bitch. That's HR. Um, and they all want to be in power and control and you never see them in like the financial statistics class. you never see them in modeling. You never see it at all. Well, shit to be an HR person. This benefit means that. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. So, all right. That's it. Uh, you want to plug your stuff? Uh, well, um, huh. my dad and I, we, collaborate on a, a tax guide and we've got it at Amazon. It's the Elkins comprehensive tax guide. He was telling me the other day, this will probably be the last time we do it. So okay. we'll yeah. see. Yeah. And my, uh, you can reach me at elkinscpa.com too. Good. Uh, if you guys like to help me out, take a look at my books. Um, Worthless young person's indispensable guide, choose the right major bachelor pad economics. Love you had some travel questions. Get the book Reconnaissance Man. Read that before you travel and find out where you want to live. Save yourself $1,000 in gas and lodging. Trust me, the book's worth it. Curse of the High IQ. If you happen to be a black gentleman, we got a book for you called, Hey, You're More Valuable Than a Government Check, Even Though Your Women Threw You on the Bus for One. No, that's not the name of the book. It's called The Black Man's Guide Out of Poverty, and that's exactly what it is. Um, what else? Curse of the High IQ, Bachelor Pad. Oh, Poor Richard's Retirement. We had a couple of you asking financial questions. If you are a minimalist, you make retirement a lot easier. Do not be a boomer. Make sure you can retire. So go get Poor Richard's Retirement. 
I think it's twelve ninety five. If that, uh, that makes sure you have a retirement. So if you'd like a retirement, get the book and do what's in. If you don't want a retirement, do what the boomers did. YOLO. All right. YOLO. Uh, and then go to, I don't know, olderbrother.com slash donate. There's links there if you want to help out. I got a Patreon page. There's an Amazon affiliate program. If you just want to donate money on PayPal, uh, you can, but I wouldn't recommend it because you don't get anything for it. So if you want to donate money, go become a patron member. Do the, You at least get something out of it. You get Mary Jo pinups. You get access to a great post I wrote, and you get access to the Road Trip podcast. You ever listen to those? You're not on Patreon. Right? No, okay, never mind. No, I guess I could. There's you and one other person I'm thinking of doing Patreon. For. If you want, you can go ahead. Um, but it's uh, they're not the highest quality because I'm recording in my phone because I'm either road tripping or I'm hiking. So you hear me crunching in the background. You did some I, when you were in Moab? You Yeah, I did one in Moab on the way up and on the way down in the car. Wow. So they're, they're good. Um, but yeah. All right. That's it. Take us out correctly, Chad. Uh, one more nonstop oh, yeah. for $2. Um, he would keep us up. He totally would. This show is sponsored by NPR and Oprah. LOL. <laughs> <laughs> Oprah ever listened to it, like that fucker's on to me. <laughs> All right. Take us out correctly. All right. Toodles. <laughs>